0: Oh, oh. Does he sit second man?
1: No, I don't I think he does. I think Kevin Keegan
2: probably sits second. <laughs> oh God,
0: what a scandal. Austin Eckler versus the Cards. Go and fuck the yeah.
2: lot of you. <laughs> Tom Naylor is going to be the nailed on holding midfielder, so it's just too go... Unbelievable. He's not
0: even realised he's said
3: Hello and welcome to episode 61 of Loaded Sports. Tonight it is a big episode for the first time ever. We've got the full squad in to break down and preview the season ahead. With a starting loaded spot back in November, halfway through the season, we have yet to sit down and discuss who we think will be promoted, relegated, who will shine and who will disappoint up and down the leagues, up and down the country over the next nine months. Joining me to go through who we think will fall into those categories from the National League, ending with the Premier League. First of all, is a man whose team is back in the Premier League for the first time in many a year. Kempe, how are you, my friend?
1: Many a year? We got relegated two seasons ago, you fucking oh, bastard. Yes, yeah, fucking, I'm th- th- yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good, thank you, mate. Yeah,
3: how are you? I'm all right, mate. It's That's enough these days, isn't it, with them parachute payments. They quickly get spent and run out. That's why, you, even though you got relegated two years ago, you've got fuck all money to spend this year. So
1: If us, if us, if us being relegated many years ago... If that's what that means, two years, and Chesterfield got relegated before football were even fucking invented. That's how long they've been in National League. How oh, did I know?
3: Save it, mate. Save it. Now, uh, notice, that obviously our viewers can only see who's speaking at the time, but I can see myself and, and you three at the same time, and we've all conveniently come prepped with our team shirts for tonight's recording. So, Ken, talk us through what shirt you're wearing, what year, and what time it reminds you of being a Sheffield United fan.
1: So, this shirt reminds me of a, a very bad time as a Sheffield United fan, actually, because this was the shirt in the 2021 season when we got relegated bottom of the league from the Premier League back down to the championship many, many years ago, as you say. But I loved the shirt, I loved the away kit, and I loved the third kit, and it's the only season ever I've got the first kit, the away kit, and the uh, and the third kit in the same season, and they're all beautiful strips. So, uh, looking forward to seeing what the rest of the uh, the kits are for this season back in the Premier League. Because uh, I might be, uh, might be investing in those ones as well, Dawson. But yeah, no, it's it's a good shirt. It's a nice shirt. It's one of my favourites, but it doesn't exactly bring back good memories. But we go again.
3: Yeah, a lovely shirt with a side of PTSD. You can't beat it, can you? Can't. Um, <laughs> next up is a man. I better go to him next, so we're not uh, we're not doubling up on the uh, on the shirts. But he uh, he saw that me Kemp and Sam had a shirt on, and he chucked his camera off and raced uh, to join in with the crowd. But uh, Aggie. First of all, how are you, mate? And uh, second of all, talk us through your shirt and your memories of it.
2: Yeah, I'm good, thanks. It's uh, the 2018-19 season when we were sat in the National League, as Kemp likes to remind me, was many a year ago. Um, the player it reminds me of is Drew Tolbert who I uh, was at the testimonial for just a couple of years ago, he was one of the uh, the players, the very few, a few players. Years I ago, or two ago two weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. What sorry. is it
1: Were you lot <laughs> <all laughs> with fucking time?
2: Rick I've lost I'm all sense of time It's been a long week. I've lost all life. sense of time this week. interstellar. Uh yeah, a couple of weeks ago, um was it the, the testimonial for Drew Tolbert one of the few players that you can say always gives hundred and ten percent and yeah, albeit in the uh, in not the league we'd like to be in. Go on. No, I'm just
1: going to comment on that Drew Talbot uh, note you just put there, because I actually went to the Drew Talbot testimonial as well. Chessfield against Sheffield Wednesday in a pre-season friendly. And you mentioned there Drew Talbot gave it 120% every time he wore the shirt. It was his testimonial, and he didn't even get stripped, mate. So I don't know what you're talking about. He didn't even fucking come on.
2: Right. He's still played for That's us before. That's the
1: point of a testimonial. You're supposed to play. You don't... Not point. everybody
2: plays in a testimonial. Not if you retire through injury.
1: If you give 110% every time you put the shirt on, you play and you put Mate, your testimonial Mate, if you retire through
2: injury, give the guy some respect.
1: Some so respect! He's big! He's big.
2: Yeah, so he's yeah. got them memories. So like
3: All right ones, I suppose, even though it wasn't in the National League, but can't all be good. And last, but as always, by no means least, Sam... You are repping another part of Derbyshire tonight. How are you? And uh, talk us through what you're wearing.
0: The best part of Derbyshire, I reckon. I don't know about you boys. Uh, yeah, this is seat last season. Very last season. It's the one without the sponsor. So it's a plain black. Quite a unique look for football these days. Thinking of, uh, of prime Barcelona, where they did, we didn't bother with sponsors on the shirt. Uh, yeah, this is obviously rep- represents and reminds me of uh, Hope. Hmm. Hope, hope's a very good word, yeah. Because obviously, beginning the last season, I, to be honest with you, these shirts were actually they were scrambling to get these shirts out in time um, to the, to the public because obviously the club was on its arse at the time, just coming out of that summer. Um, Mr. David Clowes has come out and bought us, bless him, did a turned into a club legend overnight, and yeah, these are the shirts that uh, that that season. First season in League One, first season when we knew we'd got a football club to support again. So, yeah, it um, means a lot of this shirt, it does, actually.
3: I like it, mate, a great story. Now, I asked uh, you lads to not come back to me and ask me what I was wearing, even though you can say I'm wearing a Chesterfield shirt. But the story of why I'm wearing it is going to link into our very first subject, our very first league. So, the first league we are going to be discussing, lads, is the National League. And the first subject is who we think will be crowned champions of the National League and be the one team to get automatically promoted up into League Two, uh, for next season. And for me, I'm going first. My pick is Chesterfield and I'm wearing the shirt that they will be doing that in this season. It is their new shirt that's just come out. Uh, they'll be wearing it this season in the home games and for the away games wear a blue wool suit. But this is the shirt that Chesterfield FC will be wearing as they return to the National, uh, to Football League, sorry, for the first time in six years. It's been a long road. I was actually at Chesterfield's even though I wasn't going to games at the time. I was at their last uh, league game at home, they played Northampton, it was 0-0 and it is the single worst game of football I've ever seen in my life, it was dull, it was boring nothing happened, it was absolutely terrible but as we've discussed in the six months or seven, eight months now that we've been doing this show, I've been to a lot of Chesterfield games this season, I've got to call myself a fan now and I've got to say for Adam's sake that we will be champions this season so that is the story behind my shirt tonight, Kemp we're coming to you next, mate. Give us your prediction for National League champions of the 2023-2024 season. Let's fucking go.
1: I'm not, I've got a sneaking suspicion that this one might be a clean sweep. I really, really have. Uh, but I'm going to go with the uh, with the crest on both yours and Aggie's shirts. I'm going with Chestfield this season to win the Vanarama National League. Um, they've thrown the bucket, haven't they? Um, they've, they've, they've got some real good quality in that side. Dobra was really one that stood out to me in the friendlies that I've seen. Uh, looks like a real quality player and I know they've got got a few few bits of quality in that side, especially for the National League. Got so close last season, cruelly losing in the uh, in the in the playoff final. I'll not remind of that. He'll get PTSD as well as me. Um but uh, but yeah I'm I'm gonna join you there, Dawson and say that the champions of the National League will be Chesterfield, and to be fair I'll be very, very happy for them because it's it's my local club. So Chesterfield.
3: You heard it there, it's his local club and he decided to sport someone else so if- if he wants to slag anyone off that supports any other team. He's just as yeah, bad as you. Because
1: they say exactly the same. <laughs> your local teammate—that's all that matters. Sam, yeah, they've not always been, my, not always been my local team. I'll just put that out there.
3: Born in Derbyshire, went to college in Derbyshire, lives in Derbyshire. There you go. Um, anyway, we're will on that. If we get into that one, uh, Sam, you had a little nod on your head as Kent was uh, saying we may have a clean sweep there. Are you joining Eventually. the bandwagon?
0: yeah you know what i've tried my best to make a case for other teams in the league and I, I can't i really can't see past chesterfield so call this the kiss of death that i'm about to give them but i think I do think Chesterfield will win the league. I think they've got bags of talent up and down the squad. The addition of Will Grigg is exactly what they needed. We all said uh, at the end of last season they needed that out-and-out striker. Dallas wasn't that sort of player, as, as good as he was. That wasn't him. Just an out-and-out striker, and I think they've got that in Will Grigg. It might take a while to bed in, but I think once he gets going, I think he's uh, he's got at least twenty goals in him this season. So yeah, I think uh, I think with him spearheading the lineup, I think it's uh, it's Chesterfield's for the take taking.
3: Yeah, and I'll, before we come to you again and close off the, the champions, I'll just put my input. I know it's easy for me to say Chesterfield or win, but you're absolutely right there with what both of you have said. They've invested heavily. Um, again, players like Will Grigg, Tom Naylor dropping down leagues. Naylor played nearly 40 games in the championship last year uh, for Wigan. They've got players like Dobber that Kent mentioned, like um, Cole Cuff as well. Plenty of players up and down the pitch that could and probably should be playing in at least a League Two level this year. They've got a manager of the calibre of Paul Cook, who's managed at League One before as well. So, yeah, this is the year. And My worry off the back of it is, especially now Sam's giving them the kiss of death, if they don't go up, I'm really worried about what that means for the next two or three years because it looks like they've really set up to go all in for this season with Wrexham and Knox County now being out of the way. And and like you said, Ken, push Knox County so, so close.
1: Thrown the the buck at it completely.
0: So, uh, I mean, yeah, they I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to put a downer on this. Obviously, this, this show because it's supposed to be, you know, hope at the start of the season. But yeah, you're absolutely right. They, they have literally put all their eggs into this basket of the season, and it just, I can't help but compare that sort of situation to what Derby did about three year ago when. Um, when the big Mel Morris chucked a load of money at Frank Lampard and a load of loan signings granted it was loan signings and obviously all kind of blew up in our face when we did, when lost in the playoff final so yeah it's one of them it's a very fucking thin blade that you're walking across and you, you, let's hope that you do do it for your sakes.
3: yeah definitely and the only concern that I've got when it comes to World Grig is that his his strengths compared to Chesterfield's style of play I said it all last season I said it loads when uh, I went to watch that testimonial with Kemp they're not They they aren't as directed as I think they could be based on the calibre of players they've got. They pass the ball around the box a little bit. They don't attack the channels as much. They don't get the ball in as much. They've got fantastic deliveries deliveries of the ball when it comes to crossing the set pieces. A player like Will Grigg is the perfect play to have up top to get the ball in the box. So they need to do that. Their squad stands out. They need to take advantage and put people to the sword. They always start well. They drop off after Christmas. This has got to be the year it changes. But Aggie, is it a clean sweep for National League champions or are you going to be the guy... Because you have said in the past, you'll never back Chesterfield. Are you going against that for the season-long prediction?
2: No, mate. I'm going to make it a clean sweep. I'm going for Chesterfield to win uh, the National League. Like you guys have already mentioned, we've strengthened this squad beyond what I expected. Some of the players that I expected to leave have managed to keep the likes of Dobra and Mandeville have been linked with League One, League Two sides, and somehow we've managed to keep them. We've brought in Naylor, we've brought in Grigg. And you're absolutely right with what you were saying with getting the ball into the box more and utilising that sort of player, but... What we've seen the pre-season is Chef United, Chef Wednesday, Derby. Sides do it much better than what we're going to be facing this season. So I think Will Grigg will find his feet quite easily in this level. And I think he'll finish top goal scorer at some point uh, or, or at the end of the season, of course. But yeah, I think players like him, Naylor, are great additions to this squad. We've just signed today Ryan Boot on a one-year deal as well as a goalkeeper. Um, With Harry Tyru, we've got on loan from Everton. He's already shown good glimpses as a young goalkeeper. So, yeah, I think we've made great additions. And I think by far we are the strongest side in this division.
3: That's fair. We could spend all night. I'm sure we'll uh, cover less time with subjects, but you've got to give town a bit of time and a bit of love, haven't you? So uh, next up is promoted teams. So assuming that, well, we all assume that Chesterfield will win the league. So who will be the other team? that will go up with Chesterfield this season. And I'll go first. We've got an order in place. And I have gone for Oldham. Now, they are second favourites for the league behind Chesterfield, so it might seem like the simple pick. But talking about Chesterfield having an overall squad that stands out from the rest, Oldham, if we're calling Chesterfield one, uh, I think you call Oldham two and then everyone else three in terms of how strong squads look. Um, they've got some good players up and down the pitch. They've got a, they've got a good manager in place as well, and and I think they are the biggest threat for Chesterfield's quest to, to get promotion, certainly automatically. So yeah, Oldham are the pick for me. Um, Kemp, who have you got going up alongside Chesterfield this year?
1: Oldham Athletic Football Club. We might have a clean sweep across uh, the board here. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. This is getting a bit boring, isn't it? Uh, now, they're, they're uh, as you say, they've got a, a very decent squad for the uh, for the level um they have got a decent budget as well for the level they get a lot of fans through the door they're a, they're an they're an old school EFL team you know that's where they should be traditionally so um yeah for me i think it goes chesterfield i think are quite far out in front in terms of the pre-season prediction uh, there were a few clubs that are considered but but the second the quite clear second actually in my opinion is oldham athletic i think the biggest thing that's going to hinder them and possibly stop them um is the uh, is the lottery of the playoffs because in the national league playoffs you know as we've seen anything can happen
3: any given Sunday
0: um,
1: Sam who have you got going up alongside Chesterfield
0: so I'm going to pivot here from you boys um, I, I had Holdem hold I had um, at Bib at, at um, I had Holdem uh, down for a long time and I have literally changed over the last probably 10 minutes as I'm just having a flip through the table and I've gone for Woking i oh, going okay. uh, for Woking as my promoted side. Uh, obviously, they finished fourth behind Chesterfield um, in the in the National League last season. Uh, finished on only two points behind them as well. When all said and done, there was quite a, a big gap between Woking and Barnet, the, the next place behind them. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to back them to push on and uh, get get a, get promotion this time round.
3: I would like it, Aggie. I'm sure you'll agree. Woking were one of those sides that are really tough to beat throughout the season. Um, one of the TV games towards the end of the season was Chesterfield at Woking, 1-1-0 by a penalty late in the first half if I remember rightly and yeah, just one of those teams that are really tough to break down and set up you set up like that you're going to prosper in, in the National League so might not be uh, the worst of shouts there I like it Aggie to close us off on promoted teams we've got two for Alden, one for Woken are you adding a, a check to either of those teams or have you got someone else?
2: I am, yeah I'm going with Alden. Um, I think they've made some excellent additions like you've said you boring got... cunts <laughs> aren't you <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've very... just got to put our
3: name we want to be right it doesn't matter <laughs> we can all try and be fancy can't we um,
2: very strong squad I did think of Woking I also thought of Soliol and Hartlepool but I've opted to stay with Oldham. it's the ones that I thought after they made a couple of, of signings doing talks of course to get Andrew Dallas at one point as well thankfully he's not stayed in this division but um, yeah I think they're a very strong side so they're going to go up with us what's
0: your That's thoughts nice. on uh, Soliol there they finished 15th didn't they in the season What's uh, what's made you pick them out from the season that's just gone?
2: New new manager, change of routine, change of strategy, that kind of stuff. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Andy Dallas left. He was had a fallout with the manager, went out on loan tours. He was firing in uh, goals all over for Solio last season, but they were playing him on the wing, and that's not his preferred position. So there was a bit of an argument back and forth there, and eventually came on loan tours for the remainder of the season. So yeah, a bit of change in uh, in manager. I think that'll uh, help them.
3: Uh, we're on to the relegated teams now and this could be a little bit of a lottery so let's see I'll uh, go first for the National League as we are doing I'm going for Wildstone Um, I apologise for the Raider he's going to be going down to the National (laughs) League (laughs) got no fans fans, and they'll they'll be scrapping and everything but yeah I think they've got a pretty dead team to be honest and apologies for any Wildstone fans that might hear that but I think, for me, they're the favourites to go down uh, this year into the National League North-South. I'm not really too sure. Um, Kemp, who have you got for the relegated team? We've been uh, two for two so far. Are we going to go different now?
1: We are going different now. We are going different now. I am going with uh, Oxford City. Um, they finished third in the Van Rama National League South last season. They managed to win the playoffs. Um, as we've seen from our exploits in the in the North-South playoffs, the standard at that level is is not the best. Uh, and unless you're a side that's got a decent fan base behind them and a lot of Phoenix clubs tend to do quite well when they come up from the north-south areas, um, but I think it will just be a bit of a bridge too far for Oxford City, unfortunately. Four relegation places in the National League, there's a lot of teams get relegated and unfortunately I think Oxford City will be one of them. A bit of a step too far.
0: There we go. Sam? Yeah, similar logic to Kemp in uh, a newly promoted team. I've gone to Ar- Kidderminster areas. I
3: thought uh, a, a bold prediction or a mention might be you thinking they do all right. No, no.
0: I, I, we watched that Ulfton game um, and it was a shocking game. And I think we all come away there saying that Ulfton were probably the better side over uh, probably 80 minutes of the game. They, they probably had more chances. They, they scored after about the first minute, if you remember. I think it probably was probably 20 seconds up. and it, it was it. It finished yeah, 1-0, yeah. And, and and after that, Alfton pretty much had all the chances. Uh, and it was a shocking game, don't get me wrong. I just think if they're going up a level and Alfton are getting them as good a game as, as they did, then I can't see them lasting. They finished sixth as well, let's be fair. So similar reason to Kemp, obviously, he's had his third place. I'm going at sixth. So, yeah, I, I can't see Kidemus doing doing a lot in the in the National League this year. That's fair. And
3: Aggie, are you uh, are you jumping on someone's bandwagon or have you got a fourth team to put in the mix for relegation?
2: I've got a fourth team. I think they're all good shouts from you guys and I'm going to go quite controversial with mine. I'm going to go with South End, of course, struggling Ooh. off field, aren't they, at the moment? And I think it might be a bit of, you know, people see it as, you know, it's a brave shout to get it correct because they are struggling and they might even have to take points, deductions, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think, with everything that's going off the field at the moment, besides when you're struggling like that, just struggle on field as well. So I've gone with Southend. Yeah, it's yeah. true.
3: It's it's not a pick that you want to make there, certainly, but unfortunately it's a logical one at this point. With no, it, 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 definitely,
1: it definitely is. And to be fair, it's a stupid reason, and I will make it very quick, but I was South End on one of my park-to-prem saves on, uh, on Football Manager <laughs> once upon a time. So I do like to keep an eye on South Southend. Um, and I noticed they have got the certificate so they can play in the National League this season. And I think with the squad that they've got and the manage, the players they've managed to retain, I think they would stay up. But Adam, you make a really good point there in the sense that if they do have point deductions and stuff, they really will struggle. So it, I think that one all depends on point deductions. But Adam, yeah, good shout. I didn't think about that. Good shout.
3: I'll tell you what, lads. Like you said, Kent, four teams are relegated from the National League and we've picked four different teams. What a uh, That'll be a TikTok clip at the end of the year if we can land all four. Imagine, but, imagine. But, uh, let's see sky bet request a bit maybe uh last to go for national league is the top scorer so who do we think is going to be the player that will stand out as the top goal scorer in the national league last year what a battle a famous battle they got a lot of media attention between paul mullen and macaulay langstaff for Knox county and Recton two players that are now out of the league as they guided their teams to promotion so do i think that we're going to get a similar battle this year no but I do think there are some good players in there that can take that title. And for me, my pick as National League top goal scorer is Depo Akiniemi for York. Nice. Now, York, York are a team that I considered for my promoted team, um, but I didn't go with them. Looking, I've got his stats up here. He's got some great returns over the last few years. Um, last season for Air United in Scotland, he scored 20-36. and 36. Um, Three years before that at Welling, he scored 16-14, in 4 4-3, four uh, Dul- Dulwich Hamlet uh, 13 in 12 4 in 4 4 in 2 so a lot of seasons where he's not played a lot but he's, he's still pretty much averaging a goal per game maybe he won't do that this year I don't think he will playing 46 games but I certainly can see him being at 20 plus a year uh, t- sorry 20 plus goals this season that should put him right up there so yeah Akinyemi for York is my pick for top scorer and um, Kemp what about you?
1: I've gone for uh, Mike Fondop Talon for Oldham Athletic um, I I, I I don't know why you're laughing there. Used to but, play for Chesterfield. Well, oh, did he? I didn't yeah. even realize that. There you go. That's how good my research is on this guy. Um, yeah. Um, he he got like 13 goals in all competitions last season, which didn't set the world on fire. But I think Oldham Athletic will be in a much pe- better position this season than they were last. Um, and I think he'll he'll uh, take the cake on that and I think he'll be right at the forefront there, goal scoring. I was tempted to choose Will Grigg because you look at Will Grigg's experience and at this level, uh, but in those pre-season games that I watched at Chesterfield, he really, really did not impress me. So, that's why I've gone with uh, Mark Fondop. Tell him.
0: Sam, tell us you've gone Will Grigg. <laughs> no, mate. No, definitely not. Um, <laughs> you never know when you have signed do you? You never know if they're going to hit the ground running or you know take a couple of months to bed in. So, I've gone Reese brown of Woking. Um no, he's, it,
1: doing the, he's doing the score room. you know, uh, I was just about to say it, yeah, yeah.
0: as I as I did with my score unlock what back in the listener lock in way back when, um uh, I'm both back done in
1: it. We've both done it. Yeah, yeah, three. you
0: do. We all do. Yeah, I'm doing it. We're working on back to him from a promoted side. And to be promoted, you're going to need a goal scorer. And I think Reese Brown did that. About 20 goals last season. Um, tied with your boy, Andrew Dallas. So, yeah, he's uh, you take Langstaff and Mullin away from the uh, the top five scorers. And, yeah, he, he's finished joint second with the two players that are still remain in the league. So, I uh, yeah, I back him to push on this season and push Woking into a, into a promotion spot.
3: Good shout. Aggie, are you going to give Will Grigg um, some credit or have you got say, someone else?
2: No, mate, I've gone Will Grigg. I mentioned it briefly earlier that I think his experience in the Championship and League One, I know the last couple of years he's not had the greatest goal-scoring record, but I think somebody with that sort of experience and that sort of record in his arsenal, I think this level will certainly be Blake prolific. saying his arse. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be prolific. Funny you I should agree. say that word, because the second reason I've chosen Will Grigg is I've got um, a saved image as well of um, Gaz, who has agreed that if Chesfield get promoted and Will Grig finishes as top goal scorer, he will get a tattoo of Will Grig. on his arse. Yes,
0: that oh, was a wonderful segue, weren't it? We're almost like oh, a new, beautiful, fantastic. <laughs> see, that scripted, that.
3: So yeah, I've gone with Will Grigg. There we go. So you three have gone for the uh, promoted team and top goal scorer. Uh, let's see what happens. Well, that's National League lads, done and dusted. That's one league out of the way. Um, all rooting for town I'm sure me and Aggie a bit more but uh, yeah it's going to be a long nine months ahead let's see what happens on to League 2 now this is the only league from the five leagues that none of us have got a little bit of an interest in when it comes to supported teams I haven't got a League 2 team yet lads because uh, I've not got my hands on the new Rex and Black shirt yet so uh, I can't say I'm a fan as it stands but Kent, you're going to kick us off on the League 2 section mate for each of the subjects so kick us off with
1: who you think will be crowned champions
3: of League 2
1: lovely little segue once again from there. you, you there Dawson I think Wrexham will be champions of League 2 and uh, uh, I think they'll go back to back, I don't think a team have done that for a very long time, um, listen they had an unbelievable squad in the National League, let's not get it twisted, that side that they had in the National League would have beaten most League 2 teams last season um, they came to Bramall Lane for the FA Cup, we, we've narrowly managed to scrape a draw away from home um, and and then they come to Bramall Lane for second leg in FA Cup, and uh, we beat them handily. But they were up, they were they were really really good. They're a really decent side, um, and with Paul Mullen retaining Ben Foster um, and a couple of additions as well, they've added a centre back from Huddersfield. So not to be sniffed at in League Two. Um, He's had a tough
3: paper round, Annie bless him.
1: Uh, certainly has, but <laughs> I, I think it'll be an easy season in in uh, results wise for Exham, and I think they'll go back to back and win League Two. Uh, Sam, you're up next for the League Two champions.
0: Yeah, I think I'm. Uh, I'm going to go Stockport. You know, um, your blank stare there. Are they still in league? Yes. yes <laughs> I, I, they, lost in, they lost in the playoff final, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And there was yeah. the yeah, that's that's where I've got it from. Sorry, right. you, you panicked me there. Yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> Stockport. To be honest, as you as you've said, I have got absolutely no dog in this fight in League Two. League two is the league that I know absolutely least about. Um so I'm not gonna go into massive detail as to why I've picked Stockport, but yeah, I'm I'm back in Stockport just from the fact that they, they made the playoff final last year. Um so I think it's only natural for them to take that next step and um and push on for the automatics this time round and, and obviously crown them as champions.
3: There you go. Aggie, you're up next, mate. Champions of League Two.
2: I've taken a similar sort of thought process to what Kemp's gone for, but I've gone for Notts County to win the league. I think, wow. they, again, similar sort of story to Wrexham, wasn't it? Both sides, we said last season, could easily compete in League Two. And I think with the addition of McGoldrick, and we saw what he could do with Derby, he's still got legs on him and to be able to perform at this. Unbelievable. Did he
3: Impact Arena in pre-season? No. No. Oh, unreal. I'll uh, I'll bring the link after, but yeah, they played after in town in you know, a friendly and he bagged one for about 30 yard out in top bins. I fucking
0: love him so much.
2: But then you think him, <laughs> they, I think they've signed Jones on a permanent. They've managed to keep, in fact, the majority, if not all the players that helped them get promoted. And it amazes me that yeah. Langstaff's still going to be wearing Notts County shirt next season. So, yeah, I think with that addition, it's going to make them, for me, frontrunners. It'll be a tough battle, but I think they're going to finish at top.
3: Yeah, I think it's only really Ruben Rodriguez that's their major loss, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, Obviously, the the natural or the the go-to picks are Wrexham or Knox County. I personally think Notts County finish above Wrexham this season, um, but I, like Sam, have gone for Stockport as my champions
0: of League Two. Ah, um, that's what a little little <laughs> wry smile was for.
3: <laughs> it was, yeah. I thought I thought I'm, I'm going to be the one here, but uh, <laughs> I not. But no, completely agree with you, Sam. It's not like I've got vast knowledge of League Two. I did watch them in the playoffs last year, um, and I, I think I think they've got enough to come back from that playoff final defeat, similar to Chesterfield, and, and win the champions uh, championship in League Two this season. So I will go for Stockport as well. Um, Promoted team, Kemp, who have you got? There's three promotion spots, or no, it's four in League Two, isn't there? So plenty to pick from, mate. Who have you got getting promoted in League Two?
1: Stockport County, uh, just missed out on top three, as your boys mentioned, and lost on penalties in the playoffs. Uh, Very, very close game. I thought they were going to win. I picked them to win, but I think they'll get promoted this season, either second or third. Uh, Don't even think they'll have to rely on the playoffs, to be fair. Um, they've got a good squad good some good additions a really well run club so uh, it's a bit of a no-brainer for me that Stockport County were be promoted
3: That's fair and just to point out for anyone that's listening I might argue it a promoted team they could be champions they could go up automatically they could win in the playoffs it's just a team that we think will get promoted um, just to clear that up uh, Sam you went to Stockport for your champions kept come for them to be promoted through whichever way that is who have you got uh, going a similar
0: route? Yeah I've gone Wrexham for my promoted side Um for all the reasons that I can back them for, as champions, I do think they're going to come right out the gates. Uh, they're going to take, you know, a, a good. I think they've, they could, they could comfortably last season. They could have comfortably be at least half of, of the League Two table. So I think they're going to come in. They've uh, they've got the, the pitch. They've got the infrastructure now. They, they look like a they look like a League One outfit at the minute. To be fair, going out there anyway. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to back uh, Wrexham to do the the double bounce and uh, go straight up into League One. That's
3: fair. Aggie, who have you got, mate, Philippe?
2: Uh, same as Sam, I've gone with Wrexham. I think they're still a very strong side from what they had last season. Um, and I don't think that's really going to change much. I just think Notts County have made better additions than what Wrexham have over this, uh, this off-season. So I think I'd probably put Notts County above them. But I think Wrexham is still a very strong side. And I think they're more than capable of getting themselves back-to-back promotions. Did you back County to win the league? Yeah. So you've
0: backed County and Wrexham to both... Double, double yeah. bounce up to the. That's
2: that's got to be unheard of, isn't it? Is that unheard of?
3: They're up there, mate. They're both they're yeah. two the two favourites for I league. think
2: both of them. They performed very they're well last season. I
3: don't think any ever two teams have come from
2: National League and then been the first and second favourites to League Two. Crazy that. Yeah, built some very good sides, and I said last season, didn't I? Even if it was us that went up, any of those three sides could all hold their own in League Two, and I, I dare say the same. The additions that both sides have made have only helped them, and I think. Not Notts County and Wrexham could go back-to-back. I
3: like it. it. Um, like but it. yes, Sam, like I said, the the, the first and second favourite was the bookies, which I've done. But if anyone knows if that's ever happened before, let us know. Um, it'll be interesting. Look, we, we've all said League Two is the league that we're not too sure on, but similar to the National League and the media retention it got last year, uh, you know, with um, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney coming in, it'll be the same for League Two. So I'm sure over these next nine, ten months, we'll learn a lot more. Uh, about League Two. Um, up next is uh, me. Sorry for promoter team. I nearly skipped past that. And I'm going to bring another team to the table, and it is going to upset some people. Is the franchise MK Dons, um, a team that got relegated last season um, for reasons that I'll go into again shortly in another category. But uh, again, a lot of attention on Wrexham, a lot of attention on Notts County. It'll be fantastic if they can both go up, but there is four spots, so even if um, Stockport go up if Notts County go up if Wrexham go up there is still one spot and it is usually a bit of a surprising one so I think MK Don's are fancy to uh, get straight back up after their relegation last season um, Kemp you gave me a little bit of
1: a weird look there mate tell me why and then tell us who've got to be relegated No, I think it's a little bit biased as um, my uh, head office of where I work is in Milton Keynes uh, and I speak to people that are... Milton. Let me just get rid of that, sorry, I've got the tablet in front of me. Um, And I speak to people that are MK Don's fans or that, not necessarily fans, but people that live near the area... Um, and they are they're constantly saying that the owner the chairman is not interested in investing on the pitch all they're interested in is bringing different sports there different commercial uh, revenues there um, and and while ever that chairman is in place at mk dons they'll never do anything so maybe that's just me looking at a local's frustrations and taking too much out of it but yeah i think that's a bit of an outsider pick there dawson but you know if it works and it comes off then that's all all that matters isn't it
3: it certainly is mate but um, clearly you've got more inside knowledge because I didn't know any of that so uh, maybe if I'd have heard that 10 minutes ago it might have changed my mind but it's out on the record now what can you do so uh, yeah Kent give us your relegated team for League 2 who's dropping down into non-league football this
1: year Crawley Town uh, narrowly survived last season lost a couple of key players um, and, and I think the league this season will be tougher League 2 will be tougher you've got Stockport that'll want to go again you've got uh, Wrexham and Notts County that, that'll obviously be up there um, for all the reasons that we've discussed. Um, and, and I think Crawley Town is a club, not massive club, don't get a lot of fans, not a lot of investment. So, yeah, I, I can see them uh, getting relegated uh, into the National League. But only two relegation places in the in League Two, so might survive on that basis. But it's a difficult
0: a, one, isn't it? It's a difficult one, this one, I think, the relegated League Two.
1: Definitely. Put
0: your name to one then, Sam. Who have you gone for? Yeah, so up next, so I've I've got written down here, you see, I've got Harrogate written down here. Um, and I've just been having a right good look at the table as you uh, as you lot discuss. And you know what? I'm going to pivot, and it's a, I think this is a quite unpopular decision, but I'm going to go Doncaster Doncaster Rovers, Ooh, you know, to get relegated. The reason being, a, a
3: lot of people have got them sort of in and around the playoffs this year. Yeah, so, yeah it, it's it, could, an it,
0: it could be a bad pick. I will I will say this: it's a, it's an absolute stretch my pure, Only logic I'm going with it. Is because they lost the second most games in the whole of the division last year. Rochdale was twenty six losses. Doncaster was twenty three, and, and obviously, they and they finished they finished eighteenth. So for me, I have second second highest losses in the league. Um, even Hartlepool lost le- less games than than Doncaster. It went down. So yeah, I'm going to go Doncaster. As a, it, I will admit it's a little bit of a little bit of an outside shot. Probably should play a safer
1: one, but yeah, why not? Being a fan of football in South Yorkshire, and obviously I do hear quite a lot of... You well, know, that's a South Yorkshire team that i followed also. No, my, my luck is why,
3: where have you pulled the fucking mic from? Oh, I just... I'm sitting back... A, I'm, <laughs> sitting, I, I'm
1: sitting back a, I'm <laughs> sitting back a
0: little... it from Aggie.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> sitting back a little bit, so I don't want to be able, like sitting back and you not be able to hear me, so there you why go. You pe- why pe- your headphones, pe- That's be No, no, because the microphone's better quality. But anyway, we'll carry <laughs> on. Um... Being a, a fan of obviously a club in South Yorkshire, I listen to a local radio station that talks about a lot of clubs in South Yorkshire area and North Derbyshire of Chesterfield as well. And I think if that happens, Sam, that would be absolutely disastrous for Doncaster Rovers. They've got quite a big stadium in the Keep mode. It used to be called about twelve, twelve to 15,000. Quite a lot of supporters, quite a lot of followers. The we're in the decent, championship. We're in the decent championship too long ago. Yeah, so I think that'd be even more disastrous than, let's say, for example, a club like Chessfield being in the National League.
0: Let's have it. Let's fucking have it. Send the cunts down.
1: 10
3: <laughs> <laughs> on that maybe on the yeah uh, uh, the weekend. Uh, Aggie, Aggie, who have you got, mate,
1: getting relegated this season?
2: I have gone with AFC Wimbledon. I know they've made a Ooh. few signings, but they finished just.
1: What sort of football fans are we having? MK Don's going up with Wimbledon going
2: down. Fuck these boys, come on. Um, yeah, I just think they've made a couple of signings, but I think, like you've already mentioned, the class in that division is going to be completely different to what it was this last season. So, yeah, I think Wimbledon will struggle again and I think they'll just drop this season. this season.
0: Had a bad, bad finished at season, didn't they? I don't think yeah. they won in God knows how many games. Poor I think that'd fun. be a
1: massive shame because they've just moved into a new stadium last season. They've really finally got themselves back on the feet as an established football league club with their own ground, their own stadium. The supporters all back and united together. And then if they go down, I think that would, I think that'll devastate them. But hopefully not. Be uh,
0: devastating. But as the great Simon Jordan says, you get what you deserve in football, don't you? you do. If, if you they do. go down, they've got no one else to. They don't. They've got no God-given
1: right to stay in the division, have they? So not at all. Not at all, I think it's just that romantic AFC Wimbledon yeah, thing, I get it? of course I thing get it. it's football, you know, the vast majority 99% of football fans say they like Wimbledon and they don't like MK Don so,
3: yeah are no AFC Richmond are they but anyway, um I almost for my relegated team joined you camp with going with Crawley, but I am going to go with one that does hurt my heart a little bit, and maybe these should be my League 2 team, considering that I was born there, and that is Crew Alexandra um, lost a few players this summer they've not really replaced them and I know we talk about it. it's a tough league to go down in. but you do tend to find that three or four or five teams uh, are right in and amongst it and you know going into the last few games I have a chance of going down so someone that is slightly surprising is likely to go and I'll put my name to crew for that one so uh, yeah let's see who gets that one right if any of us um, can kick us off for the last
1: category for League 2 and that is the top scorer who have you got as the player to stand out And it's your fucking man, Macaulay Langstaff, who's going to be the top scorer in the next season. Um, I was going to go with David McGoldrick, the Sheffield United and Derby legend. Fucking um, up him. But having said that, he can be quite injury prone at times. Sam, you he know can. that. I do know yeah. that. And if he if he picks up a knock or picks up a bad injury, he could be out for quite a few weeks. The thing is with with Macaulay Langstaff, he was very consistent last season, so I'm I'm using that to to to, to kind of choose my my pick. Um, and the other one that I was considering also was was obviously Mister Paul Mullin at Wrexham, but currently recovering from a punctured lung and some broken ribs, so it'll take him a little bit of time to recover. So straight away, you know, he'll be he'll be behind Langstaff and he'll have catching up to do. So uh, yeah, Macaulay Langstaff. That for me,
3: yeah, not all bad though. Um, uh, Mullin's not allowed to fly back because of the punctured lung, so uh, Rob McElhenny's put him up in his house for a couple of weeks until he can, so can't all be bad, can it?
1: It's not all bad, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, isn't it? Nice, so, yeah, right. nice. Mad, un- unbelievable, very good. Like, clip that, not
0: really, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just for you, shot dad straight away. Yeah, Sam, give us your top scorer, mate. I, I'm a bit fuming to be honest. How long Paul Mullin out for? A few weeks, I've said. So
3: a few yeah, weeks, weeks, It's a few we weeks. We can't
1: fly back for two. It's a punctured lung, so it's not going to be next week. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a few.
0: That's shit on my chips a bit, to be honest, because uh, I, I'm going to stick with him, but I'm not... going to salute him. <laughs> I'm, not too, I'm, not, I'm not too happy about this pick now but I'm going to go Paul Mullin and you know what I even have very sound logic to go Paul Mullin as well I didn't want to touch Langstaff because of Ditsy Dave McGoldrick signing for them and I think they'll they'll share a good amount of the goals it was the focal point for Notts County last season uh, Dave McGoldrick's 100% like Kemp says it is right If if he stays fit he's going to be bagging goals that it's a big if but if he does stay fit McGoldrick will absolutely clean out in league 2 he was unbelievable untouchable in league 1 so god knows what he's going to be like in league 2 um and for that reason I didn't want to touch um touch langstaff so i am going to stick with paul mullin but i am i'm not i'm not as happy as with the pick as i was 5 minutes ago
1: yeah, another big reason that I didn't go McGoldrick is that when he played for us, especially McGoldrick, and it might have been different for you, but he quite often played in that number 10 position. Yeah, and think, 100%. Yeah, yeah, and I think in that number 10 position for us, he didn't score that many goals for Sheffield United, but he created so much and he was a workhorse of the team. So I yeah. think instead of being that talisman that he needed to be for Derby because you didn't have a goal scorer, I do think McGoldrick will be a, a very probably the top assistor in the league this season. But I yeah. do think for, because of that reason, I think Langstaff will score more because of the creativity of McGoldrick. Yeah,
0: good good shout for the assists. I could could buy that one.
3: Aggies nodding along like that's some really sound logic that he's hearing. Is that leaning into anything that you've predicted for top scorer?
2: I've gone with McGoldrick as top goal scorer. Um, Oh, here we go. For the reason that I think Notts County are obviously going to go up, they've got two very good goal scorers there, but I don't think Langstaff finishes the season at County. I think in January, he's performed really well the first half of the season. That's when your League One sides maybe start looking around, going for him, maybe even lower championship, depending on just how many goals he has scored. And I think McGoldrick will then be forced to play in that position that he did for Derby. And I think, like Sam's already said, in League Two, he'll clean house and with no Langstaff, that's who they're going to turn to.
3: That's fair, mate. Uh, I've got a new name, obviously, Langstaff and Mullin are the, are the obvious picks here, but I wanted to try and go somewhere a little bit different I've gone for Mohamed Issa for MK Dons, the team that I mentioned earlier I fancy to get promoted. Uh, Last couple of seasons in League One, he scored 11 in 32, 12 in 35. So by no means unreal goal stats, but a goal pretty much what every other game, every three games, I think he'll get a bit of a better goal to games ratio in League Two. And again, it can be up and around there. Like we said, Mullins going to miss a few weeks. Langstaff could, you're absolutely right there Adam just because he's not gone this summer doesn't mean that he starts performing this season and clubs think right, we really need to start, you know, we really need to take a chance on this guy now and, and put a bid in for, for him in January so someone like Isa, MK Dons like I said, I do fancy to them to have a positive season, he could really spearhead that and be in and amongst it when the time the, by the time the season ends so yeah, I'm going to put my name to uh, him for MK Dons and that is League 2 in the books lads and now it's time to get on to League 1 Sam, without spoiling any potential uh, predictions you've got, I, I did mention that we'll get onto this. And obviously, it was it was obvious that uh, actually, let's save it just in case. Let's save it. We'll get to it at the end if it doesn't get covered. I was going to say talk about Derby, but we'll we'll save it like we did with Chessfield. So League One, Aggie, you kick us off, mate. Who have you got as the champions of League One?
2: I have got Bolton Wanderers. Um, I think towards the back end of last season they had a very good finish. Um, I think they were unfortunate. I believe they were in the playoffs and lost in the semi-final, didn't they? And I think they were Correct. very unfortunate in that. But the back end of that season, I think they were phenomenal. And I think Ian Ebbett's done wonders with them. And I think he's ready to take them to the next level.
1: Just to oh, ask yeah. you a quick question about your pick there, Adam. Yes. Uh, Bolton Wanderers, are they a Phoenix club of Bolton Wanderers? <laughs> there, any
2: chance? Yeah, it's it's like a, uh, a piss-take name. All the, all, the, all the fans, or or all the fans like sat there pondering, wondering in the
1: crowd.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, um,
3: it's, wonderers, wonderers. It is what it is. It is what it is, mate. Um, I'm next, and I've also gone Bolton. Um, like you said, there, Adam, we're really strong last season. We're very unfortunate to come up against three teams as strong as they were in Plymouth, Ipswich, and Sheffield Wednesday. And if they were a, a bit less prolific than they were, or went in the league. Bolton would have been even stronger. Ian Everett is showing great credentials as a manager. Um, After Tampied him, I think he he's had three promotions in five seasons or something along those yes, lines. Yes, with Barrow um, and Bolton. Yes, yeah, so he's proven as a manager, he couldn't really do much with the three teams above them last year. They were absolutely phenomenal. Not many teams could have done much more. And so, again, similar to Chesterfield with Wrexham and Knox County, now those three teams are out of the way. I fancy Bolton for, for the league. So, uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, Kemp, who have you got for champions of
1: League One? As they are, Derby County. Oh, no. And they are going up. <laughs> <laughs> alley, alley, alley. Alley, alley, alley. Yeah, no, uh, Derby County are winning the uh, League One. Um, I went to watch, I went to Pride Park last week to watch Sheffield United in pre-season friendly, Ended up winning in the N3-1, but Derby County, real good outfit. They've signed some, some fantastic players, to be fair. Curtis Nelson and Sonny Bradley are, uh, are unbelievable signings for Derby. Curtis Nelson, 18 appearances in the championship last season. Um, and coming over to Derby and even bigger than that even better than that Sonny Bradley was Luton's captain who got promoted <laughs> to the Premier League as Sam said before has as, as emigrated to uh, to the land of milk and honey which is Derby County so uh, <laughs> yeah as, as well as Connor Washington as well he's not going to get a hat full of goals but a lot of the times you see clubs that, that go up that maybe don't score that many goals but just keep loads and loads of clean sheets and that's what I think Derby will do they're very very um, solid um, and, I, and I think they'll go up so uh, yeah Derby County for me sorry Sam
0: yeah, no, I, I like it, mate. Uh, Sonny Bradley and uh, Eric Cashin at the back, um, t- tipping them to be probably the best centre-back partnership in, in League One this season. I think you're absolutely right. I think we're probably not going to score a lot of goals, but I think we'll probably have one of the best defensive records in, in the whole league, to be honest.
3: That's fair. Sam, are you doing it? Are you committing <laughs> to it or have you
0: got somebody else? I can't do it can I I, I can't do it to him I can't do it to my boys I'm, I thought I was a bit pissed off Because I thought You, you were all going to go Derby So And I thought I'd be clever by picking Bolton And it turns out <laughs> I've just gone with majority So Yeah Same reason as you boys I've I've also picked Bolton um, I don't like it It leaves a really bitter taste In my mouth That I've done this um, But You can
3: change it mate If you want you can not mate. I, You've...
0: I, can't, I, I can't give Kiss of death can I I can't do it so I'm going to pick Bolton for the champions. So get, sign me off on that. It's done. Uh, I'm picking Bolton. Bol- Bolton Wanderers, as, uh, as Aggie likes to call them. There
3: you go. Brian Potts will be very happy, I'm sure. Um, Agg, take us into promoted team. You've gone for Bolton like me and Sam. Are you giving Derby some hope or have you got someone
2: else on your radar? I have gone Derby to get promoted. Oh, no. uh, wow. <laughs> I think, like you already said last season, there were some sides that were just a cut above everyone else. And I think Derby, for a large part of that season, were and I think they just let it slip a little bit too, uh, too early on in the season. So I think if they can keep that consistency throughout the season, I have them as front runners, and I think they could probably get automatic promotion behind Bolton.
3: Interesting.
2: Um, I'm next, and I've not gone for Derby, Sam. That will come in the next category.
3: Um, oh, gone, <laughs> up. Uh, I wonder if you'd pick up on it I've gone for Oxford United um Kent yeah, 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 uh, went for Oxford City to be relegated in the National League due to uh, what's going off And I think Oxford United have gone a different route. They've strengthened. They've signed Ruben Rodriguez from Notts County, who is a fantastic signing. One or two other really strong signings as well. Again, good back. Oxford were
0: United. fucking shit last year, mate. They were yeah. fucking
3: wank. They, they maybe so, mate. But that doesn't mean they're going to be shit this season. Like so, they've made strong signings. Um, so again, there's always that team that pre-season is twenty to one, twenty-five to one, thirty-three to one to get promoted and gets automatic or so goes up through the playoffs. And I think Oxford are within a in with a shout of being that team from League One this season. So yeah, I'm gonna go
0: Oxford to be promoted. and um, Kem- um, me and you seen Oxford last year. that were opening game Derby, Derby Oxford, they, they couldn't have scored in a month of Sundays, could they?
1: No, it, it was it well they were bad, I must admit. But that Dawson says, you know, these things do change, they can change over the course of a season. So uh all the best to him. I, I don't agree, but all the best to him.
2: Good luck with that, that one.
1: You're, kept, you're up, mate. Who have you got being promoted? Well, I'm feeling I'm feeling very curious all of a sudden. I feel like I'm wondering something. <laughs> what what, what <laughs> fact, are you wondering? I'm wondering if Bolton Wanderers are going to get promoted, <laughs> and I think they are. Um, playoffs last season, lost in a close two-legged affair with Barnsley, um, added some real quality from the championship and even above, to be fair. Uh, got rid of some dead wood lot, let a lot of players go on freeze um, and I think Bolton will really make a go it this season a really really good fan base a solid club um, and really let's be honest they do deserve to be in the championship or higher so uh, well say deserve I don't like it when people say deserve
2: yeah,
1: I... I don't like that but you know their fans and the club and, and the stature in, of, of the club it, it, you know they are a traditional above league one level club and I'm hoping that uh, that they get there next season so Bolton Wanderers are going to get promoted Aggie traditional
3: yeah, I was um, I was just about to say, I was at the, uh, what's it called now, University, we'll call it Reebok Stadium. Cause that's down at the Reebok,
0: it's
1: down yeah. at the
3: Reebok. <laughs> down at the Reebok, I was there a couple of months ago, um, and it is a proper <laughs> traditional old school stadium. Like It just, it screams. Got character on it's, got, character. Yeah. it's got character it, has got character. See, an aura. that's
1: interesting, see that's interesting that you say that, because it was one of the first stadiums that I can remember that was like a dome shape. You know, so for you to say that it's an old school atmosphere, a lot of the time, often when I've been to these stadiums that are like domed like Emirates or something like that, they they tend to lose out on a little bit of that atmosphere. You don't get the same atmosphere as you do get, like a Bramall Lane or something like that. So interesting you say that. And uh, yeah, if we do get Bolton Wanderers in the cup next season, I'm sure uh, I'd love to go and see what that's all about
3: to be fair mate just before we go to Sam for his pro team I was there to watch pink not a football match so the demographic was definitely oh. different to, what, to, to what,
2: it, what it would have been when
1: you were there so. atmosphere so were fucking yeah, booming yeah, yeah, atmosphere or, u- booming hooligans, hooligans mobbing up for pink away yeah yeah yeah, yeah. F- yeah
2: pink
3: yeah. away the uh, the demographic and average person was definitely different to when the uh, to when you were there so that's probably why but anyway <clears> Sam you didn't want to go and give Derby the kiss of death as the champions. Are you going that far with your promoted team or are you doing
0: it? I'm still doing it, mate. I'm, I'm picking Peterborough, Peterborough United as my promoted team. Um, yeah, they had uh, they had a pretty decent decent finish to the uh, to the season last year. They held us out of the playoffs. Um I think they've got probably the best striker in the league for me. Uh, still, I was surprised he still stayed there. I thought he was going to probably leave in this summer, but um, yeah, he's, he's still there. So I've got every reason to uh, to believe that Peterborough will be one of the uh, the promoted sides. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm not saying Derby don't mean that they can't also go up because, as you say, there's uh, there's there's three spots to go up, isn't they? So who knows.
3: Who knows. You know, they could they could take that third spot for sure. Aggie, uh, sorry, it's, wait, I've gone uh, I've gone complete wrong way around there, mate. You were meant to go last, so I apologise. But uh, Aggie, who have you got for your uh, wait? Where are we? Relegated. Wait, 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 wait. It's fine. Relegated, we're fine. For some reason, I was looking at man and I thought that's what you just said. Are you fucking so pissed? I'm not, mate. And it's the one. It's the one fucking week. I'm not having a rum or a <laughs> of beer. I've got fucking fizzy orange. Hell. On, I, don't man. Know, I don't know what that says, but I can't get it under control without a drink. What's happening there? Anyway, Aggie, relegated teams. kickers off, mate. Who's going down?
2: I've got Oxford. I know It surprised <laughs> me when you'd gone for them to get promoted. I know they've made a couple of uh, signings, but I think, as Sam and Kemper already said, they were poor last season. I think from uh, what I've heard from a lot of people is they didn't really perform well throughout the entire of the season. That's why they finished just outside of relegation. A couple of signings, I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference, to be fair, and I've got them going down. And, of course, with four teams going down, no
1: one can. Well, one of you is gonna get it fucking <laughs> wrong. <aren't>
3: yeah. <you? laughs> fucking one of Fucking one oh, of fair enough, mate. Well, we'll uh, we'll remember that one, won't we? And that'll be something to keep an eye on throughout this season. Um, my relegated team, I have gone for Wickham Wanderers. Um, saw so Wickham in when they got to the playoff final last season, the season before when Sunderland beat them to get promoted. Sunderland totally outclassed them that day. It was like a cup game where you know, they were two divisions apart. Um struggled a little bit last season then when Kemp's man Gareth Ainsworth left to become QPR manager, they 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 just weren't the same side. He brought a lot of character, a lot of personality, a lot of foundation to that team with how long he was there and, and yeah, it kind of felt like that soul left when he left. So I think they'll struggle this season. And like you said there, Eggie, there's four teams to go down, so that's a lot. Um so plenty to pick from and I think Wigan, uh, Wigan, sorry, Wickham will be uh, one of those teams. Kemp, who have you got mate?
1: I've gone for Carlisle United. They squeaked past Bradford in the playoff semi final and then, by the barest of margin, squeaked past Stockford in, Stockport in the uh, penalty shootout. Um, they've brought in some players, but a lot of players have left. And I think the jumping level to be competitive at League One, I think it's going to be a bit of a struggle for them. Like I say, they got out of League Two by the skin of the teeth. Um, and, and I do think it's not as Good in terms of quality this season, League One, but I think it's going to be more competitive for places. So, uh, yeah, Carlisle United will go for me. That's fair. And Sam closes off on yeah, the League One
0: to sign off. I know we've not done scorers yet, so we're not signed off League One just yet. But uh, I'm going to go Bristol Rovers. Um, I think they had a pretty poor enters enter the season last year. They've always been. It's one of them teams, aren't they, Bristol Rovers? You always kind of class them as a League Two team. They're always there or there, bars, You know, yo-yo in the di- between the d- the three divisions. I don't know if they've been in the National League over the last year,
3: mate, if you'd have asked, I'd have thought they were in League Two. And it was in League one. Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. Just, everyone just, You're just associating with League Two. So get them back down where they belong. Get them back into League Two. That's where they're most comfortable, I reckon.
3: That's fair. Aggie, who have you got as the top scorer for League One next season?
2: I have got who Sam thinks is the best striker in League One, and I've gone with Clark Harris of Peterborough. Um, I I think it's 58 goals he's scored in the last two seasons he's been in League One. I think that was separated by one season in the Championship. He just keeps proving that he's too good for this level. And I think with Peterborough just missing out of promotion last season, I think he's going to take them up.
3: That's fair. Um, I have got Dion Charles for Bolton. He was a player that a couple of times last season I backed as my scorer. Ray's son, in it? son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Delivery there was brilliant. Uh, yeah, Dion Charles, I think if Bolton are going to push on, that means he's going to push on. He's proven in that league already. So, yeah, I think he's
1: primed for a top scorer
3: candidate.
1: Uh, Kemp, who have you got? I have gone for Clark Harris. Copy yeah, and paste. Yeah, copy, and paste nice. <laughs> yeah. copy and paste what Aggie says. Copy and paste says. Clark said. Harris for me. Copy and paste what Aggie
3: said. That's fair, Sam. You seem fuming that you think you've gone for a minority pick again. And then no no, uh, again? Okay. no,
0: no, no, no. I have picked it, but I went under the illusion they were a minority pick. I'm well away. Is the consensus. He was the top scorer last week season with twenty seven goals. So you know, it's not like I'm finding a fucking diamond in the rough.
3: A, a young player who's primed for greatness yeah. like Gabriel Jesus. Like, like, there it is. God, you know?
0: <laughs> not like uh, not that time. Paul Ince uh, come back to Derby scouting department saying, "Hey, have you seen that? Kylian Mbappe He's quite good <laughs> when it was uh, when he was just about to leave Monaco to go to PSG." So yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, yeah. Johnson Clark Harris for all the reasons above. Uh, Twenty-seven goals in League One last season. Gobsmacked is still there. I've got them to go to go up as one of my promoted sides, and they're not going to do it without him firing on all cylinders. So he's my pick that's fair and before
3: we move on to the championship Derby are your team you you only really mentioned them by saying just because you've not picked them for your champions or pareto team doesn't mean that they won't go up and you don't want to give them a kiss of death but before we move on to the championship what are your honest thoughts on what Derby will or won't achieve this
0: season I think we'll push on this season I do I do do expect us to compete for, for an automatic spot I must admit I think last season was was better than than what probably every derby fan would have wanted a realistic derby fan um i, w- I was absolutely dreading just dropping like a stone into you know past end up in national league in the next 5 years and, and things like that we didn't do that we steadied the ship completely new team um we've l- lost a couple of players obviously we've lost uh, mcgoldrick who are our top scorer last year so that's a massive blow and we're going to struggle to replace that we haven't the si- the simple simple fact is we haven't replaced that production uh, i can't really see what where that's going to come from at the bit connor washington is not the answer for me um we james collins is going to have to step up we signed him last year it was very very mediocre last year for us um, we've signed a couple of a couple of quality signings that Kemp's mentioned already. We've signed. I keep mentioning Joe Ward, the, the right winger that we've signed, and he he's he's got one of the best crosses I've seen for, for a player in at that, at that level for for a long time. So I think if we can get um, get Collins going on all because he is a target man. He's a number nine. Is is what? six foot foot plus he's going to get in there he's going to score bags of headers which obviously you'll have known that he scored a a decent little header against you boys in pre-season with funnily enough Joe Ward with the assist so I think that that is going to be a a lot of a a big copy and paste throughout the year him him with the assist and him with the header headed goal so yeah I'm I'm backing him to push for promotion Um, whether we'll we'll get it the champions I'm not quite sure but, yeah, it's uh, it's fun to have a football team to, to back in it.
3: Yeah, absolutely is, mate. Absolutely is. That's why I moved to town because United were doing so shit. Um, anyway, <laughs> Sam, you are up first, mate, for the championship. So who oh, have shit. you got as the champions
0: of the championship at this upcoming season? Now, I must admit, I, I, I have scrambled slightly on this one and I've pulled Leicester out here. Um okay. I think they've um, I think they've made some decent signings so far. I know they've had to sell a couple of people. I know Harvey Barnes is leaving Barnes, or left. Um, no, he's, he's gone, mate. That's done. Gone.
3: So Barnes, Tailmans, Madison. I've got sort of that sort of midfield. Is yeah, they've, they've kind
0: of they've kind of gutted that midfield, which was way too good for the championship. Let's be fair. Um, they've made a couple of signings, and the ones eluding me that I can't think of who it is. They've, they've spent a, they've spent a good amount of money on. Who is it? It's not. Um, I can't think it's gone it's gone there's, there's, a, there's a Leicester signing that they've, they've signed over the last month or so and he it, it was the reason why why I backed them to uh, to go I think they spent about 12, 10 to 12 million on someone and I think I said that's an outrageous amount of money for for a, a championship t- team to spend but that's obviously is it Harry, um, Harry
3: Mad- Winks Mavi- Harry Harry or dd from Montpellier
0: no I think it was Harry Winks I think Harry Winks is an excellent signing at that level um so, yeah, I'm going to back Leicester as uh, as champions.
3: That's fair, mate. That's fair. And I think a stat that I saw was that, you know, it, for a long time, teams were going down and then struggling to get back up. But I think it was six out of the last seven seasons the champions have been a team that had previously been relegated the season before. Yeah. So I think that sort of myth or, or struggle is, is starting to go out the window. But, Ag, you're up next, mate, for the championship. Who have you got winning?
2: I have gone with Leeds United. Um, well like Leeds come don't we Ooh. yeah I think I was going to say I think that's going to be a bit of an unpopular opinion but I think that's uninspired uninspired pick me that I think I think they're still quite a strong side um, they haven't lost too many players if I recall um, and I think they'll, they'll I mean I know the championship's a difficult division so it's going to be tough to call anyone that's going to go up this season but I think Leeds will go up as champions
0: I was talking nice. to um, a Leeds fan the other day with Kempe at uh, the star, little little Beza, as we know him, in Bestwick, yeah. best way. Um, And he didn't sound too confident for the, for the upcoming season. And he's always, obviously Dawson, you know him, he's always been fucking so high expectation for Leeds. They're going to win. They're going to go up every year. And he just went filling me with confidence at all. I think he um, he had the, had the um, he was under the illusion that they could uh, finish quite far down the table this year. And I don't think he will even, Confident to make it playoffs.
2: Wow, well, that's going to be a bad shout from me then. We'll see, mate. We'll We'll see. see. I mean, what does he
0: know?
3: What What the fans now? (laughs) very true. Kemp, who have you got, mate? Sheffield Wednesday,
1: surely. No. Um, (laughs) I have done a complete U-turn on this one. Uh, I've gone for Leicester City reason i've done a u-turn is because i looked at their new manager it's one of pep's boys i can't remember his name off the top of my head but i thought no real experience managing you know himself picking up cones for pep is not exactly the same thing but then i looked at Pep's boys in recent years, Arteta company not done too badly, have they? So, complete U-turn on this one for me. And the reason I did that is because of the transfer business they've done. Harry Winks, like like Sam said, twelve mil for or eleven mil, I think it is for Harry Winks. is is crazy for a Championship club. Um, you know, Sheffield United can't afford to spend that on players. So, the fact that a Championship clubs doing it is crazy. Uh, Connor Cody, a fantastic steal for me, in my opinion. Good signing, that it'll
0: be excellent at Championship, yeah, I think.
1: Centre back, Connor Cody is going to be excellent for them, like you say there, Sam. Um, and again, another couple of uh, decent players they've brought in as well. So yes, they've lost big players, but Harvey Barnes and Tielemans and, you know, they weren't going to play in the championship. They never were. They're too good for that. But I think they've got a good squad still. I think they've managed to retain quite a, quite a lot of quality. Um, and I think with, like I say, one of Pep's boys leading the charge, I think they'll uh, they'll they'll win the league. That's, uh, that's absolutely fair. Uh, for me, just off the
3: back of what Kemp said there about bringing in, I always look at the championship, not as much as who you bring in, but who you manage to retain, as he said there. Um, and, and purely for that reason, I've got Southampton as my champions. Um, so I know Leicester and Leeds have got some love there for the relegated teams, but I'm going to go Southampton. They've not really lost many players. They've got some good young players in there. They've got experience like a James Ward-Prowse that I think was pretty much priced out of the move. When once Southampton quoted, I think it was £50 million that they wanted for him. Nobody's going to pay that for for a player coming out of the championship or or that's due to play in the championship show. Yeah, they've retained a lot of that quality, not bought huge amounts in, but I don't think you need that. You know, I think the key is to retain as much of a strong squad as you can. So, yeah, Southampton get a, a bit of love from me there. Sam, who have
0: you got for a promoted team? Yeah, right off the back of that, I'm going to also go Southampton for my promoted side. For everything you just said, I think they've uh, yeah they've retained all the players. Um, they've got a, a decent striker there um, at uh, Southampton, and yeah, I'm, I'm quite uh, quite confident in Southampton being one of the uh, one of the teams to bounce straight back.
3: Yeah, I think the only real player... They've not really lost anyone yet. I think uh, it's been announced today that Newcastle will be signing their right-back, Liveramento, and that's who's, uh, who's a pretty they've good lost
1: They've lost Salisu as well. That's a big one. Yeah,
0: that's
3: fair. For the most I, think,
1: part,
0: um, I think he's he's linked with the West Ham as well, isn't he? Um, Ward-Prowse. I think Ward-Prowse yeah. is uh, he's, he's heavily linked with West Ham at the minute and I can't see him being there, being there to start the season, to be honest.
3: That's fair, that's fair. Um, championship up next is... Um, promoted team is Aggie.
2: Up until about four hours ago, I did have Middlesbrough, but recent transfer activity makes me believe that that's not going to happen. So I am going to join what you and Sam have said, and I'm going to go with Southampton to get promoted. Uh, similar sort of reason, they've managed to keep the majority of that squad, the strength that they've got in the core of that squad, so I think they're going to be up there to go up. Sorry, I thought you were shaking your head then, so I thought there was something wrong with what I was saying. Um no yeah, I think that... wrong,
3: it's your opinion,
2: so can't be wrong. No, I thought you were gonna make a comment on it, that's fine. Kemp's made it on like nearly every prediction I've made, so uh <laughs> Yeah, because you're fucking wank, mate. We'll see, we'll see. Some of them are the same as you. Um but yeah, I yeah, think it's white. White. <laughs> <laughs> <Point>
1: proven <laughs> exhibit exhibit a <laughs> Is that it, mate? Can't nice yeah, yeah, no, that, uh, that, uh, that's it. Yeah, you no, know, um, to go up. Right, radio go, silent, <laughs> I'll yeah. go then, shall I? Cheers, cheers, flag, radio, man. Um, Sorry, I didn't know I was going... supposed to introduce you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers, mate. It's my time now, mate. Um, I'm going with Sunderland to get promoted. Ooh. Sunderland, are a twenty to one shout. So I might have to have a quid on this. Um, it's a bit of a long shot, but they've brought in that Nathan Bishop from Man United, really, really good young goalkeeper by the looks of things um, and they've brought in some good young players with top-flight experience, so got close last time and I think this time they'll seal the deal, so I'm going to go for uh, Sunderland. How are you the lads? And uh, the return of the Scottish Drogba in
3: uh, Ross Stewart as well, who should uh, have a good season if he can stay fit. Uh, I'm going to close us off on the promoted teams and I'm very quickly going to go around the room to get you to guess who, or have a guess on who you think I've picked. Ken, who do you think I've gone for? Sheffield Wednesday. Gaggy? Middlesbrough. That was the pick I thought you were all going to say. Sam, Leicester. I have gone for Ipswich Town to get back wow. To back, Chaplin. Chaplin's
0: got to gotta be your scorer in <laughs>
3: back-to-back promotions. They were absolutely phenomenal last season in uh, in League One. Mm. Very much like what Kemp said and what you said. Sam with Derby. I I, I just had uh, Ipswich in my head when you were describing that built to defend. Built to not concede, score goals, get the wins. And yeah, they were absolutely brilliant. Uh, the manager is a, is a part of, or an ex part of the United's coaching staff, and, and what he's learnt there is really paying off. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I, I genuinely think that they're in a really good position to go back to back and end up in the Premier League um, and hopefully reach the heights of, of reaching fifth place that they did in 2001 and end up playing Inter Milan at Portman Road in the UEFA Cup like they did <laughs> um, all those years ago with Marcus Stewart up top and I've just pulled that off the dome at Harry Mack I've not prepped any of those stats that's just pure memory but
0: yeah Ipswich Town for me Sam relegated team who have you got I've gone Rotherham I think it's uh, it's it's come full circle from again hasn't it? it's it's only always a matter of time for Rotherham to, to go back down to League One Um we all know what kind of financial they are under uh, Paul Warren left, left them for Derby County. Um, a couple of Rotherham fans questioned that decision. I know we, we were with, uh, uh, at shell sexy shells and, um, and he, he couldn't get his head around at the time. Why, why Warney had gone to Derby from Rotherham? I think Rotherham was like 10th at the time in the championship. And I said, look, mate, we're a bigger club. It's as simple as that. I said, we well, might be down there temporarily. He says, but you can, you can bet your bottom dollar once, um, once we get we get promoted again, we're going to have that budget that that he can spend, you know, far more than what he's ever been able to spend it at Rotherham, and for that reason, Rotherham are. I think it's their time again to go back down.
3: That's fair. They're they're very. They always remind me of like probably not so much Fulham now because they did really well last year, but like the Norwich of that. They're, yeah. up, they're either up or down, up or down. Not like not quite good, good, good for enough league for a
0: championship. One. Too good for League there One.
3: Go. There you go. Took the words out of my mouth. Absolutely right. So yeah, they do it because this is like the first you know, this was the first season where they didn't change the league. So not a bad shout. Um Aggie, who have you got getting relegated?
2: I have gone solely off how they only just managed to squeeze past us in a pre season friendly, and I know they've probably made a couple of changes since then. And I know friendlies aren't too much to go on, but I'm gonna go with Sheffield Wednesday to go back down. Um, I just didn't <laughs> see enough of them to say that were championship side, and I know it's a pre season friendly, but I think the way in which they played just they needed to make a lot of changes if they're going to survive against much tougher opposition.
3: Yeah, and uh, I think, Aggie, that is the first prediction you've made that Kemp's happy with. So uh, congratulations! <laughs> it's, it's only took nearly an hour, but it's always good to get there eventually. Kemp, are you uh, are you jumping on that just for your heart's sake, or have you got another pick?
1: I wish I could. I really do wish I could, but unfortunately... Do feel uh, like bullying a bit? Yeah, I think they'll scrape <laughs> it. I think they'll just survive. To be fair, I think they were pretty poor in that pre-season, film that you mentioned, Adam, that I went to watch as well. But, you know, um, I think they will just scrape survival. They have still got a couple of players in there that they will probably do it for them. No, for me, I am the only... Go on, Sam. I was about to say, look, listen to our fucking there oh, it sounds there saying he thinks they're going to survive. You're oh, crying. I am. <laughs> because if they went down and we stay up, We'll be two leagues above him. so yeah, I get a, it, I get a, yeah, it. Yeah, but that's a that's a big shout anyway. But there you go. Um, I am gonna, and this this is another one that I'm gonna sound quite a solemn because um, I am think I think I'm the only Chef United fan in the world that's got any time at all for Gareth Ainsworth. Um, Gareth Ainsworth ended Dane Whitehouse's career with a very bad uh, tackle for Chef United, so he's not got a good reputation among Blades. But I, I think he's a I think he's a good guy. Um, but I think his team are going to go down. Uh, QPR I think are going to get relegated they're a club in turmoil um, at the moment this great survival by the skin of the teeth last season um, he had a very, very bad track record with him towards the back end of that season I can see him back at Wickham Wanderers next season to be honest with you um, I don't think signing a 33-year-old Jack Colback will be reliable enough for you for a 46-game domestic league season um, so I think QPR are going to get relegated this season and um, yeah, fuck you QPR
3: and uh, segue onto that. Fuck you, Sheffield Wednesday. They're my team to go down. Up yeah! Them. Wow!
0: That's
2: That's well. Surprising.
0: Up them. You're um, not normally you're not normally one for a promoted team going back down. You normally always back them to push on a bit, but yeah, that surprised me. That
3: the, the Darren Moore saga. I agree with. Aggie it's outrageous. Kent, they weren't great in pre-season. Um, I just think, yeah, similar to Rotherham, that gap, I think, is not quite ready yet. So, uh, Championship's going to be strong. It's going to be competitive this season. I think Sheffield Wednesday will be just below the rest, and they'll go straight back down. Uh, Sam? Who have you got for your top scorer, mate, for the Championship? One of the hardest leagues to become top scorer in. Yeah,
0: this is the league in the Championship. It's always completely different every year. And I'm I'm, I'm going to do a pick here that I am not quite happy with um, because I know he's recently been linked to Everton. I'm going to go for Che Adams. Che um, Adams, obviously, Southampton. I've backed them as a promotion team. I think they'll have to have it, him, him to have a good season. Scotland International, which uh, doesn't really say much, to be fair. But, um, yeah, I think... Che Adams needs to stay at Southampton for them to get promoted. So it's a big if. It depends if if the transfer goes through or not. If it doesn't go through, then I am back in. What's up, mate? Are you all right? Yes, keep talking, mate. So good. Oh, sorry, I d- d- didn't know what didn't know what was going off Then you was just waving your arms about. It. Yes, uh, Chay che Adams uh, will be my, uh, my my scorer for the the championship. Uh, it's wanting <laughs> me to carry on talking. So uh,
1: Aggie, so what's right, your thoughts? Oh, go on, go on, Aggie, go on, go on,
2: go on. Yeah, I'll jump in and say again, this was something that I did have ACPOM down as, but I am going to have to change it, and I'm going to go with Pats and Daka from, uh, from Leicester. I think, like you guys already mentioned, that what they've added to that squad will help with the creativity, and I think they'll be there or thereabouts. I don't think they'll uh, they'll get promoted, but I think they'll be there or thereabouts, and I think Daka will be a huge part of that. So uh, I'm going
1: gonna, gonna to agree with you on the club, but I'm not going to agree with you on the player.
2: Uh, I'm going JB Vardy to
1: get the Golden Ooh, Boot in the Championship I like this season. I like him. I like him. Listen, he's 36. He didn't have a very compet, you know, a, a, um, a very good and efficient return last season for him. But they were pretty poor. Um, while he did have a disappointing season, I think at 36, I think he'll probably see this as kind of his last hurrah. Swan song. Um, maybe for Leicester his swan song that's absolutely right Adam and um, I think he'll uh, he'll want to do everything he possibly can in his power to fire the Foxes back to the Premier League so I'm going to go with Jamie Vardy although he's 36 he don't play he... much anymore though does he he don't start as much he didn't last season I mean, well to be fair you say that but he, I think he got something like 36 appearances for Leicester last season so he still did play quite a bit I just okay. think he went miss. I think he just fucking went missing to be honest with you mate but Jamie Vardy at championship level surely he's going to get a hat full surely
0: Hmm, I hope so. I like him. I am.
3: Um, I'm on board of absolutely not. He's the nine to one favourite to be top scorer in the championship, and, and yeah, I think that's awful value uh, considering his age and the fact that yeah he is starting to slow down a little bit. Um, I have got uh, Sam. You called it Connor Chaplin as my yes. uh, as my top scorer. Uh, a couple of players, I, I was like, oh, do I go for them? Do I go for them? I'm not quite sure. Um, Sinistera for Leeds I really, really, he was like almost my pick he was a player that I had my eye on quite a bit when he played in Holland and I thought it was a, a great signing for Leeds at the time and he played alright but he did have a few injuries and the fact that he's still in the Championship I find very, very surprising but again, Connor Chaplin was great last season and I do think he's got the quality to keep that up going into the Championship as well so he's the player that I'm putting my name to so that's the championship in the books. And before we get stuck into the Premier League, before we get into Kemp and Aggie's 20 minute PowerPoint presentation on why Arsenal are going to win the league this upcoming season, we need to cover the cup competition. So, Kemp, EFL Cup,
1: first of all, who have you got winning the first cup competition of the season? Man City. Um, they've had a stranglehold on the competition before last season to be fair um, and I think they'll want to earn it back after being knocked out by Nathan Jones of Southampton probably the most devastating result of Pep's career um, but yeah I think they'll start well and I think they'll get some good momentum sort of going in towards that 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 sort of time in the season February March um, but then when the, the tail end of the European competitions and the Premier League title race heats up I think they might have a bigger fish to fry so yeah I'm going to go City for the EFL Cup That's fair, and
3: I'm up next. I'm going to go to the red side of Manchester and have Manchester United to go back-to-back on the EFL Cup. Um, I think Manchester United will improve this season. We'll get into what I think they'll do in the league and everything else shortly, but I I can see that being the cup where Eric Ten Hag was very strong. He still played strong sides throughout the the competition, even when playing weaker opponents. So I think they can go back-to-back and retain that in uh, in January slash February next year. So yeah, United for me. Aggie?
2: I'm going with Man City. I think that side is is very strong still. And like Kemp's already said, they lost to Southampton last season. They've always been good in sort of cup competitions, always had good squad depth. And I think it's just one of them things, and it's City will just dominate.
3: That's fair. No, that's it's an understandable pick. Uh, Sam closes off on the EFL Cup. Two for Man City, one for Man United. Are you adding one to that, or have you got a new team?
0: I've got a new team. I'm going to go Arsenal. Um, I think... Yeah, I think this is the the perfect cut for them. They've obviously had an unbelievable season last season on on the whole. Um, They just need to start getting that silverware under the belt, don't they, under with Arteta? And I think that's the perfect cut for them. I think City, there's always that danger of taking their eye off the ball slightly when they've got a congested fixture list with the Champions League, Premier League, FA Cup, they always take seriously. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to back Arsenal to win this one.
3: That's fair. Just a very quick question for you then. Let's say Arsenal finished third and they win the EFL Cup. Is that a better season than last season or?
0: Yes. Yeah. I think you've um you you've still retained a Champions League place. You you've gained a silver you've not lost anything. So yeah, for me it would be a better season.
2: That's fair. FA Cup, Aggie Europe first, mate. Who have you got? I have gone with Man City. Again, similar sort of situation to the FL Cup. I think the squad depth is just going to be too strong for other sides to compete with, and I think just another competition that City will dominate. Uh, who was it second?
3: That's, uh, it's Sam up next for the FA Cup.
0: FA Cup winners. I have put United, United, United oh, down as, as the FA Cup winners. Um, Manchester, that is. I know they've got a Sheffield fan in, in the year. Sheffield could be Newcastle Cup. Coming... Is in the party, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're Man United to win the FA Cup. Uh, I am not very confident with this, but I guess none of us are when it comes to picking a cup winner. So yeah, Man United to lift the FA Cup. They got their last season in the final. I do think they made improvements. Uh, th- three, three signings or t- it's three signings of course it's Hoyland as well right. uh, O'Nana I think he's going to be a terrific signing I think he's going to create all different types of, types of chances playing out from the back Um and yeah I think they'll, uh, they'll win the FA Cup uh, it, it, with, with him I'm going say in spite of him then saying with him <laughs>
3: <laughs> six selections for Cup winners so far and they've all been from Manchester Kemper are you going to break the trend
1: I am um, what, you mean when I picked Arsenal? Picked oh, sorry, yeah, you did say, pick Arsenal. My yeah, fucking disrespect. I, I didn't think that, I, I didn't think that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah big disrespect. Almost as disrespectful as Sam referring to Man United as United, because uh, if you look in the history books, the uh, first United, the original United, is Sheffield United. Um, the FA Cup winners are going to be Arsenal. Um, Ooh, I can thanks. see Arsenal getting picking up some good form going into the second half of the season, um, and I, and I think it'll take them to an FA Cup win. I think at that, I'm not going to give away anything about the league, but I think they'll be desperate to win some silverware after a successful but trophyless season last time out. So I'm going to go with Arsenal. Fair, and I'll very quickly give you the
3: same question I asked Sam: if they win the FA Cup and finish third or fourth, is that an improvement on last season? Should they be happy? Yes. Happy days um, I've got a new club Lads for the FA Cup And I am going with Chelsea To win the FA Cup Now then um, Now they man. struggled Quite a bit this season Pochettino's come in They've been playing Some decent stuff In pre-season as well And I think he's The kind of player The kind of manager That they need And I think the FA Cup Is a, is a good place To start to, to start getting Them back on track Where if they Genuinely make it A long-term project If they start Spending their money A bit more wisely Then uh, in, in two or three years' time, I can see them being back up there as a, a genuine threat to the Premier League. So, yeah, I think the FA Cup's a good place to start for them. Champions League,
0: Sam, Champions of Europe. Me? Yes, mate. Um, I'm going to the boy, the teams that the boy Jude Bellingham went to. I think uh, I think that that signing is just going to put the icing on the cake for them. Yeah. Um, they're always their perennial semi-finalists in the in the Champions League. Um, I think Real Madrid will uh, will be lifting the Champions League in. I'm not sure what country it is, so i have just set myself up for failure there. But yeah, they will that's be a, the the Champions League winners, Real Madrid.
3: Let's that's blank a, us. Um,
0: That's
3: a good question, actually, because I think it's Wembley next year in 2024.
0: Is isn't it? it? I think so. I'm sure it is. Uh, oh, that would be math him. 20, yeah Twenty
3: twenty-four, give a thumbs up
0: League. yeah so, Wembley um, confirmed yeah. there you go get yourself <laughs> some
3: tickets ludicrously tasty. <laughs> as only us say <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kemp who do you want to for the Champions League
1: I've gone for Bayern Munich um, Thomas Tuchel saved them from a pretty disastrous season last season. They had a to start under Julian Nagelsmann. Um, now they'll really, really want to kick on and prove that they're still a force in European and German football. Got a good young crop coming through and also they've got some decent experience in the side as well. And I think with the addition of one striker, I think that's where they would need to go to take them to the promised land. And that striker could potentially be Harry Kane, so I'm Could I'm be. putting all my eggs in the Harry Kane basket, going to Bayern. Although I'm still not convinced it'll happen, um, and saying Bayern Munich will win the uh, the Champions League.
3: Well, the rumours and the reports are still still coming. It was only yesterday I saw a report that Harry Kane was apparently um, assessing the the potential of buying himself out of his contract at around twenty point five million pounds to force through the move. So it's it's not gone away after that original bid, what three or four weeks ago when we first spoke about it. So could still happen. Um, I'm next for the Champions League and I'm with Sam, Real Madrid. They, they've won it five times recently. Yes, they've lost a lot of a core of experience of that team. Casemiro, Ramos, Benzema, Ronaldo, Bale, but they've still got Modric, they've still got Cruz, they've still got a lot of those players that have been there, done it. Vinicius Jr., absolutely phenomenal. That midfield taken out Cruz and Modric is just unfair and it's there for five, ten years to come. Um, so, yeah, I... I can just see them being there. They're built for it. They've had the success, and I think players like Bellingham, Camavinga, are just going to thrive in, in that kind of atmosphere. And, and Aggie you know, yeah, to as well, who, who's phenomenal, scored that uh, that goal. Kemp, you've got your hand up. Do you want to say anything before Aggie gives his his pick?
1: Do you think the uncertainty around Carlo Ancelotti's future will affect Real Madrid's chances of winning the Champions League? I, yes.
3: Yeah, obviously it would, but I think Real Madrid are that big of a club that they never bring in an up-and-comer in. They always bring in someone that's proven, so I think they'll be fine either way. They they won it so many times under Zidane, who wasn't proven as a manager before. So.
2: Fair enough. Fair
3: enough. Aggie, you kind of had a little bit of a, a shake of your head and a, a smirk, so I'm, I'm going to guess that you've gone Real Madrid. I've been going
2: back and forth with this for so long, but I'm going to okay. settle on Man City going back to back. As oh winners. my god! Um, oh own. my god! Yeah. He's got him! He's got a Fucking quad here! I think <laughs> I think they uh, save it. I think they've they've got the taste for it now. It's took ages for them to get it, and I think that's that squad's just going to be very very strong. I've been it's been tough because I've been thinking for a long period of time Real Madrid, but I'm going to settle on City.
3: Okay, so they were, they were your two, were they, that you were going I'm back? They were the two,
0: yeah, Madrid and uh, City. I'm so excited to see you, Aggie and Kempi have picked. <laughs> <Kempi, laughs> we know no, we're Kempis, p- we're no Kempis pick picked, to be fair, if we read between lines, but Aggie, I'm gagging, I'm gagging to see if it commits, gagging for oh, it. Oh, we're, we're getting there, we're <laughs> getting there. Now, uh,
1: we're there, lads, in the Premier League. Sam, can I just say, Sam, get yeah. ready. Oh, fuck off. Here
3: comes the clip, lads. Aggie, get the timestamp ready. Um, So, so far in the leagues, we've gone champions down to top scorer, but I think it's only fair as we build up to the main event that we flip that and we start with the top scorer and work our way down the list. Uh, So, I'm up first. The order for the Premier League categories is me, then Sam, then Aggie, and then Kemp. Um, And we're going to end with a bold prediction for the Premier League on top of what we've already discussed. So for everyone listening and everyone watching, it's going to be top scorer, a relegated team, fourth place, third place, second place, champions, and then a bold prediction. So I will kick us off. I've got to go. I'm sorry for the obvious pick for top scorer, which is Erling Haaland. Again, we always say, if you've got no reason to change your mind, why? But I do want to give a shout to the man that I almost, almost, almost changed to, but I thought I, I can't. If we were doing an each way, I would, but I can't. And that is Darwin Nunes. He is a cult hero despite playing for Liverpool in and amongst these lads.
0: Darwin, Darwin Nunes. Yeah, he struggled at
3: times last season, but I really think he's 25-plus next year. He's been given the number nine by Liverpool. He's going to be the main man up top. Liverpool have made signings that are going to re-energise them after a struggle last season. They've added some depth as well, and I really, really think he's going to come on strong. in. And I think he'll score at least 20 in the Premier League this season if not pushing that 25-plus. So, yeah, Erling Haaland is my pick, but I just want to put on record that I think he's going to smash it this year. Um, Sam, you're up next, mate, top scorer. I think this is probably likely a clean sweep, which is why I wanted to flip it round.
0: Yeah, it's, it is. I think it's, it's got to be Erling Haaland, hasn't it? That, same as you said, and uh, we've, we've got no reason to not back it at the minute. It was that fucking good um, last season, and with the possibility of Kane moving abroad, it just it gives you even more of a reason uh, to pick to pick um, sorry to pick uh, Erling Haaland um, yeah Darwin Nunes great shout like, to be honest he was a close second for me as well um, albeit I don't fancy Liverpool to do too much in the league um, I still think he's going to be um, I still think he's going to be there or thereabouts in terms of uh, his, his product so yeah it's it's a great shout from you that you've, uh, you've given him a shout out
3: yeah, that's fair, mate. That's fair. And uh, Aki, who have you got, mate? As top scorer? Uh,
2: same as you guys, Ireland. Ireland. The guy's a cheat code. That's nothing else to really say about it.
3: Yeah, he is. Uh, he is a bit of a cheat code. Go on, then, Kemp. Complete the set, mate. There's got to be
1: surely. Yeah, it's the robot. It's Erling Haaland. Unstoppable force last season. Um, Can't see that slowing down this season. Jesus is injured. Hoyland will be adapting to the league. Kane looks like he might be on his way out. Salah's not the player that he was. Darwin Nunes, I think, like I say, will improve. But um, I think Haaland will still still get the golden boot.
3: That's fair. Um, So, relegated teams... I think Luton is the obvious pick, same as Haaland there. And I did have them, but I, I, I didn't feel great going for um, you, you know, back-to-back obvious picks. So I've gone for West Ham to be a relegated Oh, team. my goodness. Holy Solder shit. Best in. Yeah, struggle last season, let's not forget, like, you take out that Europa Conference League win... They were really, really struggling into you know the deep end of the season. They were in and amongst that relegation battle up until maybe the last four games of the season. Sold their best player. They've sold their captain, their leader in Declan Rice. And they have not spent that money. They've not signed one player this season. So I think there's going to be a bit of a come down. There's no new energy coming in. And I think they could be in for a, a bit of a shock and a bit of a struggle. So like I said, for me, Luton was the obvious pick. But I wanted to, I wanted to spice it up a bit. So I've gone West Ham.
1: I've not gone West Ham and I know it's not me next, but just to just to comment on what you're saying about West Ham, you're absolutely spot on. And the way that they've done it and the way that they've conducted the rice business is just ridiculous. Come out on Talk Sport the day the the day after they won the Europa Conference League saying that, you know, rice is for sale and it needs to go. Um they they did that before they even targeted any players you know the fact that they've sold rice before they've even identified one of his replacements is absolutely batshit crazy surely what you'd do is you'd agree a fee with Arsenal you'd agree personal terms keep it on the down low sign the players that you need and then as soon as you've signed them he's gone I don't get it I don't understand the logic I think David Moyes is drinking a poison chalice this season I think he might be gone by Christmas and I think West Ham will struggle Dawson I agree but they're not my pick
0: thank you very
3: much they're not your pick but who is next Sam who's
0: your pick my relegated team. Now, you mentioned earlier in these predictions, I can't remember, it might have been the National League. Um, I, I said something and you said, we're not trying to be fancier, we just want to get it right. And for that reason, I am going Luton Town to be relegated. It's going to be, it's a boring pick, but it's uh, it's one that I think is almost nailed on. I don't think they've got the infrastructure. I don't think they've got the funds to stay in the Premier League. Um, just sit, imagining Haaland running riot at uh, Kennel Road just gives me, gives me nightmares so yeah I think uh, for them I'm quite confident in, in picking Luton
3: uh, That's fair mate like I said it's the obvious pick and, and we're here to get right predictions aren't we so I can't blame you at all there. Aggie who have you got
2: mate? Yeah I'm going to back what Sam said I've gone with Luton to, to go straight back down Just I don't think they're a good enough side to to be in the Premier League I guess on paper
3: that's fair. And, Kemp, you look a little bit happy that none of us have put Sheffield United to the sword. Are you doing it, mate? Or can you not do it as much as I couldn't give uh, Derby the champions
0: tag?
1: I was uh, I was very happy that none of you did, because I'd have been very upset with you if you had, you know, loyalty. All not me. Not <laughs> me. You'd
0: have loved it if I'd have picked him. Oh, yeah, but yeah. that's different. <laughs> you know, you're, you're the fucking curse of the century. I should have picked him for you.
1: Yeah, you should have. Now we're definitely going down. Um, <laughs> Luton Town. Recruited all right, but like you've said, the budget's way off, the wage bill's way off. uh, Massive deficiencies in the squad. Yeah, they've signed Taheech Chong from Man United history. Uh, They've signed Giles as well and Anderson. Decent players, but not Premier League quality by any means. Um, And Luton will be going back down. Actually I just want to mention that You mentioned the signing of Chong Which which is an excellent signing For the Championship um,
0: I think what they're doing Is they're doing right I think they're under no illusion That they're not going to be They're not going to be Premier League mainstayers And I think what they're doing Is spending this promotion money Wisely to become one of them Almost a yo-yo club And start getting that You know Getting the trap of, of relegating And and they're going to Get all this talent And I think they're going to be You know If they get relegated this season So be it They're going to come
1: straight back Up the year after I think that's what Their main plan is overall spot on spot on at the end of the day they know they've not got the infrastructure they know they're gonna have to spend a lot of money on the stadium they know they're gonna have to spend a lot of money on the club and the and the the players and you're absolutely right sam they're going to sign young players that have got a high ceiling probably aren't premier league quality at the minute fingers crossed on a you know miracle that they stay up no they probably won't stay up they'll get relegated but then they'll have a young core that got premier league experience to hopefully get there again and stay there next time sam i think you're absolutely spot on yeah man
3: Seems like a good good business plan to me. Uh, I will kick us off on fourth place. So, Lads, just very quickly, do we want to go fourth place down to champions, or do we, want to, do we want to start at champions and then work our way down?
1: I think we start at fourth place, but my only concern is is that if we go champions first, that uh, before we go second, that might ruin us. So, what, what so what we saying? I'm thinking maybe fourth, third, and then champions, and then second.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll go with that. that. Let's we'll go with that. that. Then.
3: Yeah. Okay. So I'll kick us off on fourth place, and in fourth place this season in the Premier League, I have got Manchester United. Now, Ooh. up Ooh. until about four hours ago, I had them in second place, but I, I thought, no, I need to do it with my head here and do it right. So uh, I think I think they'll still have a de- decent season. I think the clubs around them. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a fourth place. Get the keep the Champions League. Um, retain the FL Cup and and then really push on next year with a bit of extra money, potentially a takeover that will have happened as well in the next 12 months and and set up because at the moment I don't think they're quite there yet. But I still think they'll be better than what they were last year, certainly at the start. Uh, Sam, who have you got in fourth?
0: Fourth place, hi, I have Liverpool. I think they're going to come good. Uh, I don't know why I said earlier that I don't think they'll do a lot in the uh, in the Premier League. That I've had them to make top four, so I don't know what the fuck I'm on about there. Um, yeah, I'm going to get Liverpool top four. I think Darwin Nunez is going to be a big part of that, as we mentioned earlier. So yeah, I'm going Liverpool. Pencil them in for top four.
3: To be fair, mate, they can finish fourth and be quite a distance behind the top three. So both statements can stand still. I think. Hello. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah,
2: you just... I think yeah, I went just, a little bit there. Yeah, I know you did. I don't
3: think you did, but... <laughs> yeah, Fair carry on. Okay, on. Aggie. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, Aggie's
2: up next. Yeah, I've also gone for Liverpool in fourth place. Um, I think they've made a couple of signings to improve on what they did last season, but I don't think it's enough to really break the top two. And then Manchester United, they're starting to uh, improve in and try and catch up with both Arsenal and City.
1: Come on, Dawson, and Wilson, switch. On, Wilson, switch on, mate. You're supposed to be fucking hosting proceedings here, mate. What's going on? I know, mate. I know. I'm getting I'm, get, I'm getting distracted, mate. I'm sorry. can All move, right. Who have you okay. got? Okay. Uh, I've gone Liverpool as well. Although they are in a rebuilding phase, um, they've got rid of some Deadwood in my opinion. Jordan Henderson, Deadwood, James Milner, Deadwood. Um, and they've refreshed Fabinho. the squad. Fabinho. Yeah, I think think Fabinho are less so. Um but but yeah, you are absolutely right. Players coming towards the end and, and Liverpool the way they play with the attacking fullbacks, they need that energetic midfield. And I think with additions like McAllister and Sub Subot-Sly, Subot-Sly,
0: Subot-Sly, yeah,
1: Subot-Sly, Um I surprised myself we are well I did there. You did well there, uh, yeah. And uh, and Darwin Darwin Nunes, like I say, I think doing much better this season. I think that will fire Liverpool to a comfortable fourth place.
0: You know what I'm disappointed in Liverpool actually this this uh, <clears throat> this summer. I really thought They'd have signed Another right back And allowed Trent To take that Center midfield You know It's a natural replacement We've seen him there For the entire Half of last season and it, it, it baffles me That they didn't sign An out and out right back And just play him there From the start And, and that Him McAllister And sabosla As you say That's the three Midfield replacement Right there
1: Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. Um, But I think they might go down the City route of playing a centre-back there. Um, Someone like Joe Gomez or someone like that. Um, And I think they will move Trent into the center of midfield. I mean, transfer window is not over just yet. Um, But yeah, I think Trent will take up that position more often than not. And maybe play a back three and play Trent as that inverted wing-back role. Perhaps copy and pep a little bit there, but uh, yeah, I think Liverpool will be a bit of a different proposition this year and I do think Trent will still cover in that centre midfield uh, position. So yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think it's going to affect him too much.
3: Okey-dokey. I'm up first for third place and I've got Arsenal. For what? Third place? Yep. Third oh yeah,
0: place. okay. That's uh, not so bad. That's not yep. so bad. What do you think I said? I don't know. Carry <laughs> on.
3: Okay, Arsenal for third place. I think they've made some very good signings, by Timber, um, and I do think they'll be good. But I think the two teams I've got above them will be better this season. So, yeah, I've uh, I've got them for third place. Cool.
1: So I will. Well, while 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 we're on the subject, I will go um, following up from Dawson there. Uh, I'll say Arsenal as well. Um, they've had the chance last season, in my opinion, and the fall off will have demotivated them greatly towards the back end of the season. Um, I can see them getting off to a little bit of a rough start. I think it'll take Declan Rice, like I said before on the podcast, a little bit of time to get up to speed. Um, the way that he's expected to play at Arsenal will be very, very different as to the way that he's expected to play at West Ham. Um, he's not just going to be able to come out with a ball and just run past a player and go. Um, Arsenal will be playing against teams that are going to be sitting in defending against him, and he will need to break them down. So, um, the signing of Kai is very, very uninspired for me. They spent a lot of money on not a lot of player. Um They've not addressed the problem of having no striker. Adams wonder kid that he discovered before everybody else, Gabriel Hayes, is now injured. Right, that's not even what so, I said. Okay, it's yeah, not yeah,
2: far cause... off. It's not far, it far is. off. No, not no, yet. it yeah. wasn't.
1: Is it not what did you say then Adam? Go well, on. Said, enli- enlighten no, the no, show. No. Well, enlighten no. the Your show. Your
2: comment was that I'm not very good at telling you who is a good player and I said I agree that Jesus is a good player and you all said you no know, you agree. It's not that I discovered him or I noticed him I think, before anybody else. I think else. you're it's
0: taking it. that slightly out of context there don't you? I, I don't think, think the, com- I am at all. the conversation we was having was about talent breaking
2: onto the scene and then you said about uh, don't it don't wasn't, all that no it wasn't face. no it, yes, wasn't. it wasn't no yes, it wasn't it was, was about some asking yes, me to keep was. an eye on a player in Derby <laughs> against Chesterfield
1: and then you said oh yeah I'm, I'm good at keeping my eye on players <laughs> yeah. Gabriel Jesus being one of them yeah that's well no, fucking no, no
2: that's not it at all it is
1: that's
2: exactly well that's not the conversation but okay
1: Oh mate, perfect time to have the conversation, we say save it, we save it for moments like this, but yeah, uh, finishing my point off, I still can't get on board with Mikel Arteta, I still think he's a Spanish David Brent, I think bringing a dog in called win to help you win the title, and then not winning the title is the funniest thing I've heard all year, so fuck you Ag, fuck you Skin, uh, for for moving your chair uh, last season, Uh, and fuck you Sam as well, because you're sexy, Uh, (laughs) Arsenal finish it.
3: (laughs) Right, hopefully I'm back now because I seem to be having some right technical difficulties. So apologies. You are back near you, you better are now. Back. You so are hopefully back. you can hear me better. So just to uh, catch me up, I had Arsenal going third. Um, Sam, who did you go for, mate?
0: Uh, I didn't go, mate. Kemp jumped no. in because uh, oh, we, was, was, we, were, we were scrambling, mate. We were scrambling. Oh, Kemp, nice. went, Kemp went. Kent went Arsenal. Um, and uh, yeah, just to, just to shadow him, I will also be going Arsenal in third place. So yeah, no, yeah, you, so, you haven't yeah. missed much there. You caught up.
3: That's fair. All of us with Arsenal so far, Aggie's got his head in his hands. Who have you got going third?
2: I've got <laughs> Manchester United. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh I still boy. have them finishing in third place. I still think that they're, they're a bit of a distance behind both Arsenal and City. I think City are a strong side and Arsenal have addressed where their issues were last season. I think they're still going to be the top two sides. I think United will finish third.
1: You mentioned there that addressing what the issues were. And I'm just going to yeah. try and pin you down on this one. Go on, um I just mentioned the wonder kid that you scouted before everybody else had seen him. Gabi (laughs) Azuz, yeah. yeah, He's injured again at the start of the season. It looks like he's going to be out for quite a few weeks. There's no, Mm. from what I can see, they've not signed an out-and-out striker to back him up or replace him. Where are the goals coming from? Balogan. But you mean Balogan?
2: Well, how I pronounce it is completely different to how you pronounce every word, so... No, 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 no.
1: no. Balogan. But you pronounce
2: everything.
1: I mean, yeah, I pronounce
2: everything. That's what I'm saying. I'm not right, saying you're okay. getting it wrong. I'm saying I get it wrong.
1: So you think Baligan is going gonna, is gonna to fire Arsenal to... Well, I'm not going to say... He's not out for the
2: season, is he? He's sure. out for a couple of weeks. Stop exaggerating.
1: I've not said that. I've not said that. <laughs> I've said he's out. And I said, and they've not signed an out-and-out striker, which is a lot of what Arsenal fans were saying last season, is we need to sign an out-and-out striker. So you're saying Baligan is going to score and contribute more than Eddie Nketiah, perhaps?
2: I'd probably go towards that. Yeah, I don't think Nketiah proved last season that he's what really about, a decent... I yeah, I think Habits or Martinelli would be a better shot as a striker. But no, I think uh, what Nketiah did while Jesus was injured last season wasn't enough to say that he's going to be the player to be able to replace him when he is injured. Not at all, I think Nketiah were far off what he needed to be. So you're right, yeah, they I needed got... a striker. And mm-hmm. I think with who they've got at the moment, that it would mm-hmm. be Martinelli and maybe even Habits that they'd use as that striker. Okay.
1: Well Havertz is not very productive and Balogun got three goals in eighteen games for Middlesbrough, so it's a mm-hmm. bold shout, but there you go. There
0: we go. You know what is surprising me? Um when they signed Havertz, I was absolutely adamant that um he would be he'd be playing up top or at the very least in the number ten. Um, it looks like they've signed him to play a centre midfield role. He's it, it, played there all pre season. He played there against United when United beat them, <laughs> beat them in ninety minutes and beat them on penalties straight after. Um, and yeah, he's played all pre season as a centre mid with the uh, Partey, uh, where Rice, uh, sorry uh, Rice, Havertz and Odegaard as a midfield three, which is a cracking midfield three. But I just uh, to see his defensive capabilities, I think it's quite questionable to play him that, that deep.
1: I have it as the most expensive player in the world ever. Who you can't pin down, who's, who's got a position. Nobody knows where he plays. That's yes, that's, that's, that's true. Do you know what I mean? Like we could all, you could all ask us what role he plays in for, what te- you know, for which team and what he does best, and we'd all give you different answers. So, yeah, I think you're right there. Terrible signing for me, but Adam, it's a bold, bold statement. You've made a few tonight, but there you go.
0: That might be his worst yet, but we'll see. Well, we've got bold
3: predictions come shortly, so he uh, might top it yet. Yeah. Um, so, Champions next, is it? So, just to clear up, I had uh, United to finish fourth, Manchester United, Arsenal to finish third. Kemp, you had Liverpool finishing fourth, was that right? Yeah, Liverpool finishing fourth and Arsenal finishing third. Yeah, Aggie, you had, uh, was it Liverpool and then Man United? Yep. And then, Sam, you had Liverpool and Arsenal, Yeah.
0: Yeah mate, I think me and Kemp are going almost identical here but he's he's told me to save it so I'm really fucking excited to see what's going off here but yeah so far Liverpool Um, fourth, Arsenal third Over the last
3: five minutes or so I've started to have a feeling of what he's going for but we'll get to it but anyway my champions, I've got to do it because it's just again, you can't go against logic, Manchester City to win the Premier League title yet again Um, and I've not really got any reason that I need to justify that with I don't think any other pick you might have to but How can you go against that at the moment? So, uh, Sam, who have you got as your champions?
0: Exactly the same. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's uh, got to be Man City, hasn't it? There's... They've made no real changes to the team. Um, I know the captain's gone, uh, but he was an ageing captain. Uh, he scored some massive goals last season, don't get me wrong. You know, they might miss that, but I don't think they personally will. I think they've got the likes of Foden, that have been on, was essentially on the bench for most of last year. That, that used to come on all the way through. I think he, he could happily step into that role. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go City. I've got absolutely no reason to, to think otherwise at this point. Yeah.
2: Aggie, your moment is now, mate. Yeah. um, I'm going City. You fucking shitbag. You fucking shitbag. I said at the end of last season that I think this this squad that City have got at the moment is the closest I've seen to a quad-winning side. And, yeah, I'm backing them to do the quad this season. Um, That's fucking crazy. Look, they... Pretty, could have done it last season. Let's be fair; they won three of the four competitions. They lost in the EFL Cup to Southampton, a side that, in hindsight, they'd have looked at and thought we should have easily beat these. They weren't too far away from doing it last season at all, with a couple of little changes here and there, and they're not even major ones. I think City are, are, are just going to dominate again, aren't they?
0: Yeah, but the uh, the season's not played on last season, is it? I mean, it's for not the mate. stars to a, not. the stars to align to win five. To win, what is it? Fucking seven trophies in in two seasons. Like six out of seven, or something like that. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's just that's fucking extraordinary going. So, Four
1: in a row as well. Four Premier Leagues in a row, which nobody's ever done. I can't. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the Premier
0: League, they will, I think they'll they'll hit. They'll, they'll probably you know do that. But um, but to, to to quadruple is a fucking huge ask. Huge ask.
3: I, think I suppose if it. anyone's in a position to ever do it, it is City. I do, I do agree with Vag's point about the the squad that they've built. Kemp, I put you last on the run sheet for a reason. You've been teasing us all week about your predictions. We've been. If so you just if go City, I'm last fucking last going.
1: <laughs> I've got yeah. a little slight feeling where you're going, but do it. Yeah, yeah. Sam, you're going to be fucking angry, mate. You really are. Uh, Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs>
0: United,
1: United, United, United. <laughs> Manchester United are going to win the Premier League next season you heard it here first the improvement that Man United made last season was vast they only brought five players in for the full season last season. Most of them Bar Anthony worked a treat for the value, to be fair. Um, as well as Eric Ten hag bringing those players in. He's brought he's, he's improved players like Shaw, Rashford, and Wan Bissaka to a point where you think they they are, you know, leading Premier League players now or up there at least. He's had a year to assess the squad. It looks like quite a bit of the Deadwood's on its way out. Fred's on his way, Van der Beek's on his way, maybe even Maguire if they can get West Ham to stump up the right money for him. Um They've also signed some good players this season so far. Onana, as you say, is going to be a game-changer. He's going to create a lot for him. Mason Mount, not massively inspired signing, but he's going to, you know, Mr. Reliable, I think Mason Mount more than anything else. Um, and Hoyland has just signed on the dotted line this evening as we record on a Thursday night. Pete behind the curtain as well. And we're looking as though potentially Amrabat's going to be joining Manchester United as well and really showed out for Morocco at the World Cup. So, for me, Manchester United are going to win the Premier League. Clip it.
0: That <laughs> motherfucker. It will be
3: clipped. Um, right, we'll just end it there, don't we? And not bother with second place. Shot. Or, or Shell shops. Yeah, unreal. Um, I'll give my second place, and I've got Chelsea. I'm, uh, I've got. Wow. Like Liverpool or Tottenham, or I, I, I really, really think they're going to be a massively improved side uh, side this year. And Chelsea get second place. I don't think it'll be a, a, a tight title race. I do think City win pretty comfortably. Um, but, yeah, I've got Chelsea finishing second. But
0: well, they're going to turn their Sam. shit around overnight then. That's I a big think, ask. I think so, mate. I, th- I think the
3: depth of this Premier League season is potentially the best we've ever had. Liverpool will have improved. Chelsea will improve. United will improve. Arsenal will improve. City are City. Tottenham, I think, will do all right because they've not got European competition to sort of wear them out or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I think that top three, four, five outside of City could, could be anything, really. Kemp, did you have anything to say?
1: Yeah, I asked like, a question earlier about Arsenal. I'm asking you the same thing. Where are the goals coming from?
3: I think a mixture. I think similar to town in the National League. I don't think Greg's going to have an outstanding season, but I think they'll have a lot of players that will chip in sort of 10, 12, 15 goals. And I think it'll be the same with Chelsea. I think they've got an out-and-out. Like number nine, Kurtz of Chelsea is real. You couldn't yeah, so Unguko, I think will be decent. I think that Nico and Nicholas Jackson, they've signed from Villarreal. He's looked like an absolute beast in uh, in preseason. So he'll he'll chip in with goals. I think a lot of the plays that they had last year that just looked lost, I think will improve as well. So I don't think they'll have a a twenty-plus goal scorer, but they might have sort of two or three that are between that
0: ten and fifteen. I think that'll be enough. Sam nice. second place. Second place, Man United. Yeah, Man United. I think it'll be a lot closer this time round. I dare say they might push them until the final game of the season and they might just lose out on the last day, uh, which is almost a bold prediction in itself. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to go for United to finish second, but I think they'll be hard done to by not winning the league.
3: Interesting. You and Kemp have got big big aspirations for in this season. Well, uh, I agree have you got in second place? I think we can guess, but uh, break it down.
2: Yeah, I've gone for Arsenal. I, again, I think it's going to be quite close between them and City, but I think City are just they're going to have the edge and they'll they'll win the league. So I think it's going to be Arsenal in second place. Uh I'm going to stand by what I say, that they've addressed the issues of squad depth, apart from a striker, which they only need when Jesus is injured. Like you've already pointed out, Saka and Martinelli got on the score sheet quite a lot last season. Odegaard did. They've added Havertz to that as well. I think they'll be there or thereabouts, and I'm going to put them down a second. I just think City are going to have too much for them.
0: not concern you um, of how they capitulated towards the end of last year?
2: Yeah, but in a similar sort of situation, I haven't got them winning the league this year, so I think it'll be a similar sort of story, and they'll they'll finish second. But I think that they'll still fight as as close, if not, to the final game of the season with City.
3: I'm going to be brave and assume that you've got Man City for second place. But you spoke about United winning the title because of all the things they've gained. Is there something that City have lost that means you've not got them winning the title?
1: Yeah, they've lost a massive game-winner in Ilkay Gundogan. Um, yeah, Sam said he was ageing. He is 32, I think, 33 maybe. But you know what? Um, the vital goals that he scored for them last season in the run-up to the to the Premier League and obviously the FA Cup as well, um, I think it's a massive, massive loss for them. Yes, they brought in Kovacic to replace him, but I don't think he's even on the same stratosphere, to be honest with you. Who am I to doubt Pep? But, but yeah, I've not been massively impressed with Man City's business so far. Uh, the window's not shut yet, so there is time. But you know, Gavardiol's meant to have been signing for the past few weeks. Where's that? What's happening with that one? That's still not happened, that's still not over the line. Um, has gone, gundogan has gone, possibly Walker's going. These are not just good players, but they're massive, influential characters and team leaders. And, and I think that that influence and that calmness in the dressing room and that that experience um is absolutely vital to a team winning a Premier League trophy. So for me. It'll be an extremely, extremely close race, and it will be the last day of the season. But again, I think Man City will just uh, will just uh, f- finish in second place, uh, and Man United will stop them from breaking their record of three trophies in a well, three trophies in a row by winning four Premier Leagues in a row. So uh, yeah, Man City will finish a very close second.
3: That's fair. But if it if it really comes down to it, like you had to describe, we might have to do a live watch long and all get together on the last day of the season for it, but. Uh, it's a long way to go between. Sheffield United, and then. Sheffield uh, United playing
1: at home, mate. Can't do that. Can't do that. I'll be at Blades. I'll be at Bramall get, pa- get some, get
0: some pan. I won't tell you before. And
3: <laughs> yeah, it's all right. right. will be crying at Bramall as they go down after one season. But anyway, <laughs> um, both predictions. I'll kick us off, and it's probably not massively bold, but I, I struggled and I changed my mind too often times. But I've got Newcastle United to finish outside of the top eight. I think they'll be around mid-table this upcoming season, despite their aspirations, despite their lofty heights and goals, despite the money that they've invested. I think Champions League football are pushing deeper into the Cups. They were EFL Cup runners-up last year. Mm. I don't think they've signed enough to cover the amount of games that they'll potentially be playing this season. And on top of that, improvements from teams like Arsenal, like United, like Chelsea, like Liverpool as well. Aston Villa are set up. They were ph- phenomenal under Emery in the second half of the season. They've great the signings. Brighton as well have lost the amount of players that we thought they would have done and they've retained a lot of their staff and are playing phenomenal football as well. So I think there's a very good chance that Newcastle drop outside the top eight and potentially, uh, yeah, they might end up for a new manager at some point so yeah that's my uh, bold prediction for the do you end. not
0: um, do you not think that's a bit hypocritical so you've you've said Newcastle to drop out into the top eight because of the games they play and you then you then went on to use Villa and Brighton as as uh, reasons why they will finish like that they are playing Thursday night football which is even right. worse than what Newcastle are playing surely they're the ones that you should be more concerned about yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, it's a, they. Uh, it's a very fair <laughs> point I just think I think with the with the pressure that will be on Newcastle to perform in the Champions League, with everything that's been invested to them, I just think that takes it to a new level over Brighton and Villa. I think I think Villa and Brighton can get knocked out quite early or get into the early stages of the knockout part of the, of the cups and, and be relatively okay. I don't think they'll go too far, but I think there'll be a huge amount of pressure on Newcastle to, to overperform this season, and I do think they'll crack a little bit.
0: Fair enough. I uh, I can see Villa having a good go at um, the at Europa League myself.
3: That's fair. What have you got for your bold
0: prediction? Bold well, prediction. I have got Eric Ten Hag to have the greatest single season record at Old Trafford of any Manchester United manager ever. Ooh, this is
3: going to tie in with what Manchester would he need United. To
0: achieve? Say that again, sorry. What would he need to achieve?
3: What would <laughs> his record <laughs> need I don't make?
0: know, mate. I've not, not backed you know <laughs> back. back it up. You know for a fact I've not so i backed it up because I was fucking scrambling for it earlier.
1: Maybe win percentage? Would you say he's got the best win percentage of any Man United manager in Premier League history or, or in any history?
0: Yeah, best, best best home record, best win percentage. I think he'll um, he'll uh, go unbeaten at home all year. Um, Ooh! And I think they've done that before, haven't they? I think United have gone a season unbeaten at home before, so they're going to have to do that to have the best record. So it's down to wins. So I think United will probably have the most wins they've ever had at Old Trafford. They, they, they turned that corner last year. They made for Old Trafford a fortress, Um, beforehand it was a bit of a bit of a fucking kicking they were getting off of other teams teams were relishing playing there whereas in the past under Fergie teams used to hate playing at Old Trafford and they'd they'd lost the game before they'd even walked down the tunnel Uh, where I think they're kind of getting that back again with Eric Ten Hag and I think they're going to they're going to show the fruits of the labors this year and they're going to push City right to the very end and it's because of that formidable home record for me
3: Going and Aggie, tell us you've got uh, Sheffield United getting into Europe to take the uh, take the thunder away from that Cam. Um,
2: no, I, I don't know if City counts as uh, City doing the uh, quad counts as a bold prediction. So I have put one to one side. I'd yeah, say it so. It's never yeah. been
3: done before. So definitely. We just
2: with you going with it being a Premier League one. So I'll stick with the City doing the quad then, and I'll tell you afterwards what I'd gone as my backup. But yeah, City doing the quad, I think. Like I've already mentioned, I think they're a very strong side. Yes, as Kemp said, they've lost a couple of players. Gundogan, mares as well, who was an important piece last season. But I think they've still got enough about them to, uh, to go ahead and win the quad. And like I said at the end of last season, they're the closest I've seen of any side since I remember watching football to go and win it.
0: I think City being a... Um a quad winner for a bold prediction I think mean, that's about as bold as it possibly gets I don't know what you were what you were scared scared
2: for because I thought it was a Premier League bold prediction and I thought well they are going to win the Premier League as oh, part oh, of right, it but I didn't it's, know if that counted on. fair enough you do you Bill. <laughs> what was your other one what was your
1: what was your back
2: Yeah. What, my what backup, was backup was on the back of something that Kemp said earlier about Harry Kane leaving to buy in Munich and I've got Spurs to finish bottom half of the Premier League
0: like it nice Dude. They are
3: shit to be Dude. fair. Camp <laughs> closes off bold prediction. Or is it just Man United? Actually, win? actually,
0: no, I've got a bone to pick with that. So Tottenham finished fucking eighth last season. Right, two okay. points off a off a mid table. Two places off a mid table. Remove the fucking top scorer, and they're only finished in three spaces yeah. below. And that's 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 your bold prediction. I'm doing that. that bold. I'm well well he's, fine got with quad
1: that. As, he's got a quad as well he's got as
0: well, quads are good. Yeah, quads are good. Now give quad, but Tottenham finishing bottom half and nothing that's that bold
1: mm interesting interesting me i've gone for sheffield united to stay up now that might not sound that bold however on Skybet, we are four to six on second favourites to be going down. And if you listen to pundits and people talking about the upcoming season, everybody's written written us off before a ball's been kicked. Um, to be fair, when we sold in Jai last week, I, I uh, well, earlier this week, well, it was last week now, um, I was uh, in that same camp. I thought, that's it, we've got no fucking chance. But today, we've signed Trusty, a trusty centre-back, and uh, trusted by name and hopefully trusted by nature from Birmingham, their player of the season last season on loan from Arsenal. Um, he's filled that left centre-back position to replace Jack Robinson. Thank God. <laughs> about
0: fucking time. <laughs>
1: yeah, about fucking time because Jack Robinson was terrifying me. Every single friendly we played. Um, and it looks as though they we're sniffing around, potentially signing Tuba Akpom as well from Middlesbrough, who was a real talisman last season for them. So, we, <clears throat> excuse me, we've got a really, really solid back line. Um Bit of a risking goal, want to see it stay at our west. But if we've got a solid back line, then hopefully <laughs> he, won't have, he won't have too much. Well, he won't have loads to do every single game. Um, and hopefully, you know, we've got hopefully two different, two decent forwards in the Premier League in Tubarak, Conan Ollie McBurney in his recent form, um, and, uh, and reinforcements in all, all positions. So if we sign a midfielder or maybe a couple, that'd really put me in the, over the edge in being confident about the blade survival. Um, but for me, that's my, uh, my bold prediction. Up the fucking blades. Come on, let's do it.
0: I think, uh, think Tubarac-Pottom would be an unbelievable him. signing.
1: I mean, do you know how much we're getting him for as well, allegedly? No, go on. Eight mil. Oh, that's, that's shrewd. Shrewd Barg. business. End of his contract last season. He's out of contract next season. So, uh, yeah, decent business that if we can do it.
0: Yeah, um, I've just got to say because you've got a blurred background and you've got a black mic, every now and again the tip of your black mic just goes a little bit blurry and it reminds me of the old Japanese pornos where, where cock and balls are blurred out, you've know, like got a little, little Japanese muff against your face, it's beautiful There's nothing wrong with that
3: And on that note, that is the predictions at J- at for this James upcoming Marina. season <laughs> <laughs> We will be back next week for episode 62. Aggie, anything that you want to say before we go, mate, to take the shine off that?
2: No, mate, there's not really much to say. is the, um, have a good week. <laughs>
1: I'm broke, Aggie. I'm broke,
2: yeah. It's <laughs> bad you. when Aggie broke, There's Crank. your fucking clip for the week. <laughs>
1: there's
3: your clip. Have a good one, lads.
2: Is that it?